Puppet Pal Clam. Yeah, Puppet Pal Mitch. That's the last time we stay up a watching the four-day WTF and Vanadil Marathon. Oh, hmm, you said it. Good night, Puppet Pal Clam. Uh, good night, Puppet Pal Mitch. Puppet Pal Clam, there's a spider in your bed. Bonk! And welcome back to WTF and Vanadil. I'm Puppet Pal Spicy, and you better do a paternity test because I've been bonking your girl with... The Fox Teacher. What the fuck? Hey, Puppet Pal Fox. Yes, the Fox Teacher. Yeah. You're not going to do Hey, Puppet Pals. Pal Spicy? Oh, okay, that's fine. I tried. I know, you wanted... You've been working so hard to get me to say that. I asked in passing during a master level party today. Yeah. I did not try very hard. He kept bringing it up. Not as hard no, as it was to... Don't let him lie to you. Not as hard as it was to bonk your girl. Oh, okay. I brought it like like once, and then I, I did the whole, uh, I sent a like video of the whatever. Puppet. You're like, I don't remember Puppet Pals. I'm like, how do you not remember Puppet I Pals? Did, I don't remember Puppet Pals, man. I, I didn't really watch a lot of Dexter's Lab, honestly. You know, it was, apparently that's where it's from. This was also part of the conversation. He's the smartest boy you've ever seen, okay? Ah, uh, okay. But, but Didi blows his experiments to smithereens. And there's doom and gloom while this podcast goes on. <laughs> Spicy lab. That's good. Man. Although we do have the Fox Danger Lab on the Discord. Yeah, <laughs> it never gets anything in it anymore. Which, well, no, actually, considering There's I, not a lot of I used it yesterday then. or the other day, oh, did you? two days ago. Yeah, I used the other uh, two days ago for the shield block. I, ref- yeah, I referred you know, back to your, your your notes on it. So I've actually had to answer so many questions about shield block recently. It's, that's what it's I was. Kind of... That's what I was thinking when you said today, like, oh, I had to answer these shield block questions. I go, oh yeah, but it's in the lab. It must just be like the flow of these last couple months or something for, for people to be more interested in shields for some reason. I don't know. It's a, I think it might be people deciding whether or not they want to blow their points on those Daja horns for O-Chain or not. Oh, please. That's the easiest fucking thing ever. And no, you should, not, is, blow. Yeah. You should not blow them on anything like that. You shouldn't blow them on any um, Isgenbein hearts or any Azdaja horns. Any single key horn. item pops. You know, it, it should be on Glavoid or Chloris or... Something else that's that's tier one or two. It doesn't fucking matter. So otherwise... you know, I I took a good hard look at it, and I decided I was never going to make an Ukon or a Twashtar. So it's feel... not bad if you go Blue Mage. Uh, I'm just never going to do it. You know, I I'm thought, just not excited I enough about the experience. I thought, well, I mean, I enjoyed Twatswater. Yeah, probably. Ukon's more. You know, you got to be all the warrior you want to be for that one. Then again, after last time's worry discussion, we talked about, you know, pretty much just niggling and go, <laughs> which right. is not correct. Dude, I got some shit, actually. I didn't even pull it up because I didn't talk about, didn't plan on talking about it. But now that we're in the moment, it just comes up. I got some shit for having a very bad take on having R0 Sakpata from, from a certain weird anime smug avatar that's not a name. It's just like characters. But it was just like, what oh. a bad take. R0s blah, 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 blow everything up anyway, and it's not worth my time to go do it. It's like, but you have to do the events I'm asking extreme. for to get the points to augment it in the first place. So why would you do the event for the points to do that? So if, if I remember right, to even have it. If I remember right, your stance on that was that when you see R0s Hakpata, it just meant the person seemed lazy. Yes, and it, not it, it's anything typically, else. It's typically a red flag like rank six is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that. That literally was the whole stance. 
because we yeah so that I sounds like something out of the field it was just like oh this isn't this isn't like you know these augments aren't that good like you got the hands but this stp was good and you have the like the body having occasionally resisting elements is not important it's not it's not like important in way damage or other dt determinants are in the the outcome of the of, of event there it's not it's not important it's it's you don't need it but you know just just the fact that they don't have anything like and if i see someone only has like r5 and there's just like one point in it it's like at least they've done something but also at least i know that they can't beat past something that's not very difficult actually the uh the body was the very first one that i r25 i would do the yeah. hands first i just wanted the extra resist check because i'm wearing that shit for dt anyway so i want to be able to resist things like that's why i care about sackpaws gear if anything just having one point in it to have the resist check well, yeah, for the elemental part of it, but it's like a separate resist for the resist all element. But even then, the, just having a single, you could do one single, like, V2 fight or something ridiculously easy, because Kalunga V2, you, you could solo that, okay? That's not... A puppet master can go in there and overdrive everyone AFKs. But <laughs> right. Still. As people do now. It's just really not... Like, like doing it at V15 is not bad, in my opinion, but it's it loads harder than doing it at, at any basic V1 or something. It just having that rank one at least i've at least you've done something i'm still very skeptical and curious because i'm like is this person unable to beat this like i don't know your story at that point i'm not going to start going down the deep rabbit holes of oh, what's this person capable of i'm going to ask questions we're going to do the event and you know if things work they work and if not maybe you end up in the blacklist but you know it's just and there's a certain <laughs> there's a certain screening point where it's like does this person just buy everything and, and just doesn't know anything as is way too common. It's just it's that's how it is. If you can't accept that, yeah, then you're not I'm accepting always value. It's how it is. That. Yeah, that that honestly is the reason why I don't trust pickup groups or just the Azura population in general. I I can't refute that for sure. Like the bar is really low sometimes. We had a white mage My bar's on the ground. in our master level party who was wearing an augmented delve body, the art seek jube or whatever. It's like I haven't seen this body in a hot minute. It's a good lock style. I use it for lock style, but I have not like I haven't seen anyone wearing this in years like i haven't seen this thing anyway and it's like oh that's that's and like the guy's mp management was really worrying like to say the least and i'm like mm, but we got the job done it's not like it's not like oh this guy you know has a body that sucks i don't want to invite him but if i see you're wearing just ambuscade and an unaugmented delve body and i'm concerned that you can't keep mp up there's generally a pattern of uh inexperience that goes along with that and just that's that's the reality of it and sometimes yeah. inexperience isn't acceptable if I'm trying to do a V20 mob because it's not. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the times, like if you want refresh, you can just go get the Anyanga set. And if I'm doing Shoal and C almost, and want all the points, why would I want someone who's clearly there to just go come along for the ride and just bolt their way in? They're going to come along for the ride and they don't really care about how their output is because they just show up and get points. Yeah. And I mean, White Mage is one of the easiest jobs to bring to an Ambuscade anyway because, like, to take this month, for example. The white mage just literally has to die. That's, that's your only job. And I was going back and forth between the warrior and the white mage thing, but just literally, it could be the white mage as well. Yeah. Like, why would I want someone that just shows up and I can't rely on in any capacity besides, you know, basic trust level functions, if that? There has to be some sort of barometer for what to expect when assembling a party, that's for sure. Because, like, I, I take it for granted all the time. Like I've said, like, as, as far as like having a static versus not having a static, like, I have no barometer on, on how to judge if someone's going to be terror bad when they join a group and you, we were talking about that right before it. the show too you're like i joined a, i joined a random group not to help anyone get better but just because i wanted to see what it's like outside in the real world for a second again yeah 
Yeah, I actually joined another LS just to kind of like do stuff um, because they were saying that they were just going to do like event like things. Which one did you grab? Is it like the uh, the anti hero? Oh, I'm I'm not going to mention the shell. Oh. I, I don't I don't like doing that because like I may have positive and I may have negative things to say or like oh you don't want to repeat of, of the notorious monsters being horrible yeah. and you say anything and then they start like kicking everyone and, and making a fit because someone acknowledged that they fucking suck. Well, no, they, they they were mostly pissed because I called them out for well my group carrying them, which they did. They did, and they, uh, they continued <laughs> to do afterwards until that shell's uh, actually no longer the, the later left. So they like, like broke and remade it. Yeah, apparently else. they like remade it or something. I don't know. Like I think I think some of my group still goes with them, so there must be some sort of redeeming quality. At least they do content, I guess. Sometimes whatever. Fox, it's not my concern. Sometimes Fox, when you're in the mood and you don't have many options, any hole will do. <laughs> right. And that is what that link shell is. It is any hole. Not a good well, I guess we're I guess we're on to how I'm doing. Um, yeah, yeah. So, how are you how are you doing, Fox? So in, in this situation here, yeah, I've I've uh I've joined this LS and we actually did an Odyssey today. Um I went with uh basically randos. Um it did not go well. But I think a lot of it boiled down to communication because there wasn't a whole lot of it uh throughout. Like I know what I, I, I needed to do. I was there on Paladin, so I mean I figured it should be at least somewhat solid. I had an unfortunate dispel at uh at the first Halo though where where my phalanx got removed and the white mage just kind of stood there. So I think uh he was also whoever it was was having uh, MP issues like you had described for the previous white mage. So I was actually thinking about that at the same time. I was like, "Oh shit, you know, is this like a recurring thing with white mages?" Like, I think it you know, is. Maybe they don't know how to make a set. Well, I, I actually I think the main issue might be like they don't know how to go from like new player with, you know, entry level gear to what they see on like an age guide or something, you know, for because because the, the white mage sets, I think they really only show like the highest end sets. Typically, I think any, some intermediate any auction house guide is just pretty much either the most basic or the most advanced because it takes a lot of time to granularly decide in between and make those sets because I've done that. It takes a lot of time. Well, I know I know Woda did the, the white mage set on healing hands V3. And it's actually it's actually pretty decent. Um, I just can't remember off the top of my head if it's an intermediate it. set, but I, I think that's the main issue with a job like White Mage is like people don't know what to put into it in the interim. I've once checked they, version one and two of that guy. I didn't even know there was a three. But I mean, at the end of the day, though, it sounds like I'm blaming that White Mage, and that's not the case. I mean, you want to be able to react to something happening to your tank. Because Why wouldn't you blame them? They, they stood yeah. there while you died and couldn't handle their MP. That's their entire fucking job. I didn't hit Invincible. Yeah, but no, 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 you shouldn't have to be like, oh, I could have saved the day if I took extraordinary measures to save everything instead of the white mage that's... getting off their ass and, and being a white mage. When you're a paladin, that's why Invincible is there. Like, yeah, I, I but... wasn't paying attention. Like, I was just kind of taking it for granted. And this is me actually reflecting on my own group's experience, too. Like, I was taking it for granted that I was running with my group, even though I wasn't. You get a cure. Yeah, like in my group, I could I could probably not pay much attention on Paladin. And honestly, I probably don't. And it was kind of nice to actually be able to see where I had some sort of fault exist. Because like a lot of people sometimes like get all uppity about the way I'm kind of an elitist about things. And uh, honestly, it's it's kind of refreshing to you know fuck up every once in a while. So oh, well, I mean, if you want to fuck up, just play with me again. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Did I'll I just, not you know, fuck up on our mash level party today? I didn't even hit. I didn't <laughs> yeah. even hit mono wall and ran in and just died. I'm like, oh wait, I you I died. I died many times. We always die in mash level parties. Well, you, you were dying as a result of hate issues and nuking on Geo. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that, but there must be something wrong with the raw spells because they pull way too much hate for how much damage they're doing. 
that's for sure. And I get to sing all of Bon Jovi's greatest hits to you dying. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. And then also during this campaign, I soloed Pup to Master. That's done. And I got Dark Knight to Master. So that's done now, too. Uh, so I only have three jobs now that I haven't played the job mastery. Is it going to be a so pup that episode, Fox? No, it's not going to be necessarily be a pup episode, but I do want to stress that I use the defensive rune puppet a whole lot. Like we used it in it's, it's, it's the other night. Frame. No one calls it the rune puppet. I've never heard that, Fox. It's Harlequin frame. It, it's, it's, it's a rune fencer. It's a, no, it does not use runes. It doesn't. It has hand to hand damage. It uses blunt damage. Okay. It's, it's a mage frame. It's it's a, it's a Harlequin. So I use the Soul Soother Head Harlequin body combo. There you go. Now, now you're. And I've got some. I've got some I've got some like extra defensive attachments on it and stuff because it's I'm, I'm gonna be realistic it's not gonna do any real damage like I looked at the guide and I saw it like recommends magna plugs and, and I immediately nix those there's no way for damage they are superior but yeah but I'm not gonna be doing that without fully supporting the puppet which is not how we were doing it in that ambuscade you know? yeah when it comes down to the end yeah the, oh yeah that's actually right we were doing that last night in the ambuscade that was a really cool setup I like that that was good no bind needed just take two pups who also fight which yeah. is better than you know, having a Red Mage AFK, I guess. Yeah, so uh, pretty much. I mean, we had a, uh, so the setup was uh, Spicy and I were both on Puppet Master. Um, we were both using a defensive-oriented puppet, roughly the same. I think you used Stormmaker Frame instead. I wish that was, I mean, my puppet's not only defensive, it's the Mage Puppet, so. Yeah, so you used Mage Puppet with Strobes, basically. <laughs> yes, just to grab initial hate. Yeah, yeah, which really is all you need. Yep. Um, and then we had uh, basically a random DD, any DD. That doesn't matter there. Uh, we had a bard, we had a white mage, and we had a corsair. And we basically just sicked a puppet on either of those ones that people always bind, pulled uh, them apart. Warrior in the Dark Knight. Yeah, and then we just went to town on the mobs in the order that you would normally fight them. On. I was multi-stepping with, uh, I got my King Konkin on, I just started multi-stepping because that's what I, you know, it's better than God Hands. If I had Varith Ragna there, I might have used them, but King Konkin works really well for multi-stepping. So. I'm getting more and more excited to finish King Konkin as I It's so fun job. to have. Yeah. It seems cool. And I just started multi-stepping and I killed my goblin. You killed your goblin and they killed the other two goblins. And that was that was it. That was easy. Actually, you ran over to that other goblin. We all teamed up on the, the boss goblin. Then we killed the, the mage goblin and then we went over to my goblin. <laughs> so we didn't quite do it that way. But. Yeah, well, you, you actually, I mean, because, yeah, I went and fought that because I wanted the skill chain. I thought it would be more effective for me to single multi-step skill chain by myself than be interrupted and spam Howling Fist instead. Because I would mm-hmm. change the god mm-hmm. hands at that point And that's, you know, it's fine. But I, I just figured it'd be more effective the multi-step. You put your puppet on and just went back to the main one, which also makes more sense, too, because you had to kill the main one to stop the bombers from coming out. Yeah, I, I sub dancer out of some responsibility to at least be able to heal in some way, but it was a waste, honestly. Um, we pretty much didn't need a healer. And I mean, the, the white mage was able to heal once, you know, the, the boss was down after it stopped dying. You know? And for what you were doing, the Harlequin frame was a better choice because it does have more native DT and defensive abilities than the, the mage pop. But I just wanted something that would cast when I it was just standing there doing nothing. So, yeah, the, the way I have my Harlequin built is uh, I have uh, two armor plates on it. So that I don't have to ever wear anything like for that puppet. And I just use an earth maneuver when I need it. That's typically the way you would handle wearing having the puppet do something like that that's what i usually do too in odyssey or something i'll have the puppet take care of that so i wear normal gear and not have to worry about supporting the puppet yeah and i was i was mostly concerned about the puppet getting either enfeebled by the goblins or something weird happening or um uh, eating a goblin rush and the bomb or something weird so i figured like i might as well take the um this the one that's like super resistant to magic damage so that was really my only factor for, harlequin's for breath damage yeah 
Well, I think it's generic. The, ma- the mage frame is like minus 25% MDT natively. Uh, but Harlequin's like both. But I think it's like a high breath damage. If I pull it up, actually, I'm going to pull it now because I'm curious. It's know. really effective against Engai. Yes. Like if you're not using it on the ad, but you're using it on Engai itself, oh man, is it crazy. Mm-hmm. If anything's gone it wrong, it doesn't give any group, shit. You might as well have the puff there for that. Yeah, dude, it doesn't give any kind of a shit about Engai. Uh, yeah, but that's about it. Um, I'm rewriting a Dark Lua again. Um, this will actually be the what third happened? Dark Lua. Uh, I just want to approach it differently. Um, right now, I have it set up like my Paladin one, where it has like, or actually the Rune Fencer one, where it has like that uh, that tank mode and not tank mode. And I did that specifically to handle Scythe. I think I want to back off of doing that. And I just want uh, more sets that are specific to the weapons without having to use that as my DT mode. Um, so I just have a, a better way of approaching it. I just didn't write it great the first time. Hmm. It says Stormwaker frame, as I was saying, was 25% MDT, but it's and breath damage taken. The Harlequin frame is 6.25% to all three MDT PDT breath damage taken. Oh, okay. It feels great. Yeah, it's got more. It's got a lot more HP though. So maybe I'll try using the uh, the Stormbreaker frame. I forget. I forget why I don't. I think it must have something to do with one of the elemental capacities. It has low Earth. Oh. Uh, I'm I'm sure I can figure something out. I don't know. It's cool to brew though, and I'll take another look at it. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, about all I'm doing. I'm just kind of trying to be low key. I'm just joining a shell to see what it's like to play normal events without a static. And then, um, yeah, I did a puppet master in Dark Knight, and that's about all I got going on. What about you, man? What have you been up to? Today, I'm enjoying a Portuguese red wine. I'm just not going to be specific with it. It's just a Portuguese red wine. Because if you've had Portuguese red wine, they're mostly, you know, at a certain point, they're just very similar sometimes. So it could be anything. Portuguese table wine? Yeah, you could say. Yeah. Just something basic to to enjoy from our master level party onwards. But <laughs> Carrot and I today, I was, you know, here we go. I fucked up. We went blueberry picking. So that, that was, you know, because in Jersey, you go from... Uh, highway to gas stations to golf courses to houses to a blueberry field back to every you know it's just everything's everywhere there's no consistency so if you want something it's there it might be like it might be like uh a nordstrom's or something and then behind it there might be a fucking go-kart simply you know there's just everything's everywhere so <laughs> go-kart yeah we got go-karts we got golf we got everything we got mini golf we got uh, paintball next to a veterinarian like everything's everywhere there's paintball at the fucking place to pick blueberries and a corn cannon. I, I I didn't know a corn cannon existed, but uh, I think we need a corn cannon in our life now. <laughs> but it was it was like uh, was it like thirty four degrees today? Thirty two, somewhere around there. So I think it was thirty two degrees, which is like eighty nine, ninety degrees for you freedom unit people. And you know that's when you're out picking blueberries in the sun for like an hour, hour and a half. I'm I'm a bit hardier than carrot. Carrot was. Carrot was uh, getting heat stroke, and she, like, oh no, I was more focused on like, because I you got to pay an admission to go in per person, then you got to pay an exorbitant fee per thing of blueberries. So for twenty dollars, I'm getting two pounds of blueberries, which if you've ever gone to a grocery store is a bad deal, but it's the experience and having fun and this and that. It's getting out of the house, getting some air, walking around, and you get to pick your own. These are fresh blueberries, man. They're right from the fucking bush. How do I know? I picked them. So. Where they're picking them, they had lost like eighty percent of their harvest to frost this year, so it was not good. But uh, no, I, I'm I'm fine. I'm 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 hardy. Carrot is like her face is red as fuck, and she's just like she's like I'm 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 done. I'm gonna sit right here and just like sits in the field. <laughs> and I'm like, 
well, fuck it. I'm going to go finish my, my, my blueberries then. I'm going to fill this sucker up. I paid I paid $6 I really, for this small I, clamshell on top of a $4 mission fee. I'm going to fill this sucker up. I suffer in the heat, man. I, I can relate. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, like just living where I live, like we all glow in the dark out here anyway. So like we're not used to that shit. So because I was good for, you know, the rest of the day, like we put sunscreen on it. We were prepared. They don't allow fucking you water. They, you can't bring no fucking water in because they want to sell you their lemonade and shit. So they don't allow you to bring anything in. But lemonade just makes you thirstier. Yeah, that, yeah, that's correct. So oh, there's no, like if she had some water or something while we were out there, it would have been fine. She wouldn't have been dying. But she hey, was dying. Hey, you take that camel pack off. Yeah, yeah. So there's like she's like, I'm like, oh, she's just gonna sit down. Well, I should have looked at her and been like, this this chick needs to get out of the heat, and I should have her. I should be the responsible husband taking her away from you know something she should not be in. But I'm like, eh, just give me a little bit to finish these blueberries. See, you had that moment. You had the moment where you could have been the responsible anything, and you yep. you, you still chose the low road. <laughs> you know, it was a challenge at this point to finish the blueberries. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to finish this this clamshell of blueberries. So, and then then you know, since hang on, I, honey, I got this. I literally just like ran off at that point, <laughs> like like jumping. That's good because like every like you have to there's like there's a row of bushes inside a thing of netting to keep birds out. So you have basically like a foot and a half tall mound like every three or so feet. So you have to like keep running over these row after row after row to get to the next thing through the bushes. Cause there's like no path to walk here. It's all, you're just running through bushes and I'm just like, fucking, I just ran off through the bushes. I'm like, I know there's a better spot. Cause I walked the whole thing. I'm like, I'm starting to get a, like, again, I don't know about blueberry picking cause I've not done it before, but I'm starting to get a strategy down for blueberry picking. I'm like, okay. So the ones when you first walk in, obviously picked, but if you go to the peripheries around the outside, around the outside, and you get into where the net is. People don't want to get their bodies into the net because for some reason you don't want to touch net. I don't. I guess you can't. Nothing. But you'll net. never get out. No, it's, it's just it's like literally it's a real just, concern. It's just a net. You just, yeah, you never get. Out. They put like they around the net. They have like a, like a paver, like a, a stone, like a brick or something, holding the net down everywhere. And people are just like kicking the paver over to lift the net out and walk out. It's like guys, they have pavers blocking the net off around this whole thing for a reason. You're just gonna kick it out and walk away, dicks. <laughs> As people do, as you do. And I'm just like picking blueberries and then like I get a call on my phone because, you know, we're in a field, might as well use the phone. And she's just like, now she's upset and done. And I, I just, she's just very upset with me. She's like, I'm dying. I'm fainting. I got to get out of here. And you're, you're just not helping me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I was finishing the blueberries. Come on. It's the blueberries. And that was that. Was that. She, she goes, I don't know why you to take something that's good and ruin it. And I'm like, because that's what I do. Yeah. But she was upset, and then we something to go, wholesome like blueberry picking. We had to go stop at Wawa and get get a fucking water or something. But you know, Wawa is a convenience store for those who don't live in the northeastern region. It I has see. it has like a, a Canadian goose for the flying for like the logo, but it's like the, the shadow of a goose flying in the sky, like two D. Anyway, that was that. Otherwise, when it comes to the game and stuff, since I don't have any other important stories to tell, um. I've been working on, I was making progress with the Odyssey Guide. I wanted to finish that so bad. I was getting in the mood. I was banging a bunch of stuff out. It was all good. Last time I think I said I made the tables, I started like writing a bunch of stuff about forming groups, doing NMs, da 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 I was actually writing on strategies, da 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 how the mongolifiers work, the multipliers, et cetera, et cetera. And then sorties coming. So now I've dropped all that like a hot potato, like Fox working on the Black Mage calculator. I've just dropped it and <laughs> forgotten about it. And I've moved on to working on fixing all of the Abyssia stuff up on the wiki. So I went out and redid the Abyssia lights page. I still have to add the farming lights in because 
Even old shitty Clopedia has nothing on that. I checked just to cross-reference, and it is absolute fucking ass. Besides the fact that every time I move my mouse around, this bullshit bar I can't get rid of there pops up with, like, every wiki that exists in the world from, like, like Baby Yoda to, to, to freaking Walking Dead or anything that I don't care about because I'm not on those wikis. And, like, blocks the screen until you move the mouse back to the bar and over again. It was like, I'm like, this is the worst thing. And they were just missing all this stuff. I'm like, why don't they have this? Even old, even BG had it, and their their biscuit pages were shit. And they've had it from since like it came out in like 2010, 2011. And they've had it, and like Wikipedia's never had. I'm like, I'm like, how do they not have box levels here and and lights and like like they're writing all this useless information everywhere? I'm trying to read through. I'm like, this is all useless. It should be all deleted. It's just ruining you reading stuff. And I'm going through it, and I've <laughs> and I've I've sat there and I've filled all the sturdy pixels pages that don't exist, all the drops and stuff. I've made new templates. I've gone through updating how, like, like basically the, the, the framework behind the zone pages. I've been sitting there and, and just going at it hard, making all this shit up, making tables for lights and every little possible thing and, and just designing, like, simple things that should work and then things go wrong as they're in troubleshoot why things aren't working. And then it all comes together, and that's what I've been working on. All the Abyssy pages are going to be fucking top-notch with everything you need from what lights are optimal because if you're farming a gold box for feet, it's a lot different than farming uh, key item boxes, obviously. But you need to actually know the optimal level as people always run around going, what's the optimal level? And you can't just have, depending on what you're doing, if you're going for, for feet, it'd be up to 80. So it'd be like it'd be like 60-ish to 80. If you're going for like Tiger King's hides or something in Altepa, you want to go lower. You want to go like low 40s to like 60 because there's a certain level threshold you cross after 46 or 8. And um, that's when you start seeing other items and less pop items. So you'll still see pop items, but now you have other stuff competing with it. So if you're farming like Orthrus or something, keep your gold low at like 40-ish. That way you can get more items out of the boxes and don't overshoot and fuck it up. Which means not getting time extensions and just coming back in because while you can get time extensions when you're farming key item big gold boxes because 255 is the cap for amber and that's yeah i the, i usually fuck up and, yeah. and go for like infinite time and it ends up just wasting too much time yeah it, it can work out that way but it still ends up being counterintuitive because especially when 40 40 ish uh, amber lights really low like if you had to get 255 amber that's that's a different story like you can I remember do- the last time i went and got isgabind hearts i capped out my my time just so i can go to bed and then wake up the next day and still be in abyssia and just start again because I didn't want to deal with it. That is the wrong way of handling that, by the way. But even while I'm working on this, I see someone post a thread in an auction. I was like, what's the optimal lights again? And an old optimal light thread. And I'm like, wow. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to get all this shit together. It's going to have, like, everything's going to work right on mobile. It didn't work. And, and stuff's going to all page and flex. And it's like, there's a lot of stuff behind it to make. I'm making all this stuff that doesn't exist up. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this done before Sortie lands. Because Sortie is coming. And we know it's the actual the content. Funkworks said it's, it's a tentative title ever since that dev announcement. And he's like, I don't like that title. <laughs> Sorty stupid. I don't know. That's just dumb. I don't want that. I was under the impression that that's just how skirmish translated, but apparently I was wrong. I think Haya posted the, that, that incorrectness, like, or what invalidated that in the discord. But apparently it's, it is just actual sortie is what they're calling it. So anyone who's ever bombed in Vietnam knows it's a sortie. <laughs> yeah. Clearly all of us, you know, who play this game, have everything to do with that. <laughs> We're all from Vietnam War. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, no, it's a, We're just it's booming a, around. It's a standard French-American military term. Anyway, yeah. it's a French word, but it's 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 understood vernacular. 
It's like because Funk's like he's like I don't like it. No one ever says sorty, and everyone started like I start going off like when do you ever say Tamenos or Apollyon? Okay, no one ever says that as a word. Like it's supposed to be skirmish and and ambuscade or something. Like only words that people have heard of, mostly skirmish. What do you call dynamis? Like what, what kind of fucking word is that? Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I I look at sorty and I think it it's just a dumb looking word. <laughs> I'm like being wordist right now. I don't have a reason to dislike the title. I just think it's bad. I think it's fine. S O R T I E. Easy to type. Easy to say. Sure. You sound like a like a like a a French Canadian like uh, apologizing like oh sorty, you know just <laughs> sorty uh... me. <laughs> this sounds like a French. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't do voices, Fox. No man. Uh, that, no. That, that didn't that didn't go because well, you could be like like sorry you know you could do the fucking annoying canadian nasally voice but when you try to make it a french oh, oh, oh sorry you know it's, it's, it doesn't work now you would have i don't i didn't think you'd ever have found a way to insult canadians like that but you know apparently you did i think canadians are overrated okay anyone who's that sure. nice and apologetic mm-mm. nah i don't trust that i'm not i'm not i'm not down with that I think that's just their stereotype. I don't know if they're they're all actually that way. Yeah, and what's up with this bacon shit? That, that's not Canadian bacon. That's not bacon. I don't care. What, it's what is ham. That? It's grilling ham. Yeah, but they call it bacon. What is this affront to cuisine? Like, I, I, I know Quebec's okay with their their snow uh, sheds. They bring on the ice to fish up little little whatevers underneath the the ice there that they eat in Canada, and they bring a truffle with them and, and grate it over the little ice fish. That's that's one thing. But Canadian bacon and poutine? Uh-uh-uh-uh. My friend, <laughs> that is disco fries and pork roll. I don't know what you're talking about with this appropriation of, of disgustingly round things, but that is a distinctly Jersey thing, and we do not call it poutine, and we do not call it Canadian bacon. Fries nobody nobody knows what Canadian bacon is in America. Fries with gravy. Disco fries, man. Disco fries. I'm good on that. There's just something that just never seemed appetizing about it. Well, you gotta be drunk. Cheese curd. I think is the other thing that's on there. Cheese yeah, curds. What is this? Fucking Wisconsin? I don't know, man. You ever met anyone from Wisconsin? It's pretty gross, huh? Hey. You didn't get that joke? No. Pretty gross, eh? No, I... I no. Carrot laughs. She got the joke. She knows who's from Wisconsin. There is exactly one person who appreciated that, yeah. Well, you know, you've met him. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's literally a face-to-face, but okay. Dude, I forgot that was actually like, dude, that's that's straight up trivia, man. I, I forgot that that's true because Wisconsin is known for cheese curds and I tied it into a joke. So you're welcome. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Now, do you appreciate that a little bit? I, I don't know. Because we're not respecting the listeners time already. So otherwise. Oh, definitely not. They like they're they're cued into zero. They, they are gone. They, they, they heard me bitching about, you know, Canadian people with a horrible accent. And they're there. They are Audi 5000. That's right. Already typing up angry, angry responses Howdy that are probably just never going to get posted. So otherwise, oh, in terms of the game, Ryan got. In terms, of, no, they don't like me already. Fuck them. So in terms of the game, I finished uh, Hervilgamir's trials to uh, up to the fucking Peast. What the fuck is his name? Not Gukamats. but yeah, Kakolkin. Yeah, there you go. I finished yeah, up the Kakolkin. I got to go to Konstadt now and farm Kakolkin. But I, I stopped there because I was like editing the abyssia stuff while i was camping those and that that actually jived and, and worked but i'm not trying to actively i can't do both so now because those ones are the key items from the chest those are the ones you need to cap to 255 right 
Yes, the yeah, so so for lights, the the highest number dominates uh, dominates the the determinants there. So if you have obviously to increase your pearl, so you have the the chance of the box popping in the first place. But if you have like two fifty five uh, azure, and then you have like two hundred uh, amber, that's enough to get the the key item boxes. Of course, I think it's like I don't I don't quote me the exact value, but it's like. 120 130 somewhere around there for getting mm-hmm. the key out in the big boxes to start to appear and as you go a little higher towards 200 it becomes instead of you'll still get small boxes around you that. start getting revitalizers this is the problem yeah well that's just going to occur it lowers the same chance occurrence of the key item it shares the same level so there's five levels of the boxes and the, once you pass 128 or so is when you reach that last level which is where you get time extensions and so on but you'll still get lower quality ones until you firmly there's a hard one you got to pass that isn't really documented. But you can at least get them around that point. And plus your your abacites that increase your quality of the box can throw it off a, a percentage of the time too, and it's not your actual lights. But if you have higher reserve, you're going to keep getting more blue boxes. So, uh, and as you kill NMs too, you're going to get ebon lights. And ebon lights make everything appear. You'll start getting ruby boxes even if you have zero ruby because ebon yeah, lights. Yeah, that part sucks. Yeah, so if you're killing NMs, you got no choice. It's just going to happen. Uh, you just live with it, though. It's still a lower occurrence, but it's still competing with the chance. So you want to have your lights as high as possible. So you don't want to raise your reserve past 128 or so. And if you have that and you have 255 gold, you'll get mostly gold boxes out the ass. What you can also do to farm is why I go blue mage is if you aggro everything... And even if you can get a Zerlite on it, if you kill it in one hit without it being claimed, like if you Vogue and kill it AoE, you'll get a Zerlite. If you aggro everything and yeah. AoE kill on blue, you don't get a Zerlites. So you can cleave yeah. anything that aggros as long as you don't claim it. Regardless, because most mobs give a Zerlites. Almost all of them do pretty much. So That's actually how I, I farmed a lot of um, Alfred on Ninja. Is I would, I would run around, once I got the lights I wanted, I would run around just one-shotting them with a Ninjutsu so I wouldn't get anything else and then go from there. But even though you lack some of the red procs on blue, you have enough of them that you're fine. And it's just that the fact of the matter that you can well, really... You um, shouldn't need the red proc because I think you're going to get the, the result items out of it, though. You yes, you, you do. But the problem for the first zones is there's so many key items in those boxes, you really get fucked. So when oh. you go to the last three zones, like Grauberg or Lugarond, if you need Iskenbind Hearts, one key item and the whole zone only loads two key items in the box. When you go to do yeah, Tarangi, it's like eight or i think it's 10 it's like 10 key items in the box and it's competing <laughs> with temp items so it, you, you're gonna get some but there's gonna be one or so that you really get fucked on so you're, it, it'll really sometimes you get lucky but other times it's just it's just to help you out and you hope it's the time spawn ones which it can tend to be so it really makes a difference too and if you have multiple characters there it helps even more if you have a mule or something to, to do it that way because the key item boxes you're not you losing use them the, yeah. the new recycle feature well, this is for key items. Oh, too, no, but, this is for key items. But yeah, you can use the recycle feature when you're farming like Orthrus, you can't get the key item for it. You, you got to get like 40-ish amber lights and, and go yeah. to town there. And you can then you yeah, can use recycle so like the, I, I guess like the, the generalized rule is that you want the higher the higher amber lights for the key items and the lower amber lights for the the uh, the pop yes. items, like the, the, rare, the rare items that drops off of NMs. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the one that I always like struggle to remember. This 30 Pixels page on mounts. BG actually had it, but I've been cleaning it up a lot. So, yeah, okay. I usually just go look at the thing and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to build a, a pretty good amount of amber. And I just keep I, what I do is I go in, I build some amber, and I wait to see what's in the chest. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not getting it. So I build a little more amber. Like, it's probably better if I just like go and actually look it up properly. <laughs> so, what's going to be the worst thing about Sorty is. <laughs> 
Sorty. Sorty. I can't take you seriously. What are you talking about? So the worst thing about Sorty is going to be that certain jobs get really fucked on upgrading if they haven't upgraded. In fact, our favorite jobs get fucked. Every yeah. 109 from one of these jobs that you're, people are going to suddenly start upgrading because, oh, well, now it's not bad. I need it now. And everyone waits and it's going to happen, as, it, as you do, is Black Mage's Glavoid, Dancer is Chloris. I and hope plus twos won't need these. I really do. If they do, it's going to be rough. It's going to be hell, yeah. So if you're looking to spend your login points, as you should, on just these items and not anything else, uh, if you're ever going to consider having Verithrogna, or you're ever going to make Twashtar, or if you're ever going to level Black Mage or Dancer, especially Dancer, because I'm going to take and Chloris. Chloris Buds, yeah. And, yeah. Chloris is Dancer and all that. Take, take Chloris Buds, take Glavoid Shells, even if you don't think you're going to need them, throw them on the mule, because when it comes down to it, um, other jobs that get like dragon with scales or whatever, it's one key item comes in the box. Yep. You, you can just bang it out. doesn't matter if it's 75. It's so much easier. And even the middle zones, like... Um, um, like uh, you're talking about like uh, the middle is uh, Misero, Vuncrol. Yeah. Oh. No, no. Apodemic's all around. Apodemic's yeah, yeah. kind of kind of shitty. That one. That one. That one's shitty because Sisyphus is over. But that, that then yeah. again, that's also the gold boxes. If you know, like I never knew to keep my lights that low. So honestly, it never seems any worse than Orthus, though. Like, yeah, it's not. Kinda... It's the equivalent to Orthus. Yeah. So now that I know to keep my lights a little lower than I had them at, I'll actually have a better chance um, of doing that. And I wouldn't, I usually get the Azures, and that's been fucking me over for specifically farming those. Because you get tons of them out of those boxes. You just have to make sure you get your Pearl up, which is the hardest part. Because Pearl is not guaranteed. You could spend a lot of time wasting getting Pearl. What I would do is I would fight, like even just NMs are guaranteed Pearl, but it's double the Pearl. So a normal mob is 8, and NM is always 16. So just finishing off NM, even though it gives you Ebon, um helps but just fighting like the ephemeral mobs um can yeah. give you good pearls too i think might be 16 but it's just just you know, getting your pearl that way i'd rather i'd rather cap pearl or get it high really quickly and nms even though it gives me ebon at double the rate guaranteed than sit around for 20 minutes trying to get pearl up but even then just as long as your amber's up first at least you'll start seeing them so get your amber there and a few mobs and then because yeah, the the time chests are a trap. A lot, a lot of people of don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't farm the boxes when they go there. They're like a newer player and just kind of sit there waiting for for uh, the the golem NM that escapes me right now because there's too many things. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah. yeah. They wait for syphilis to pop up all the time, and they just stand there waiting to get syphilis. And for a long time, I actually used to there. pop in on Blue Mage, get a Sisyphus fragment from boxes, and leave and sell it on the AH. And I just went back and forth for a while. Just selling Sisyphus. Probably worth a bunch because you need it for uh, Durdabla. Yeah, it was like six, seven hundred k a pop back when I did oh. it. Like it was a lot. It's probably still worth several. Okay, let's check. Uh, I, I'm guessing like three, but but yeah, it, it's usually choked because of Durdabla. Yeah, because all the bards five hundred k. Yeah, six on the auction. Tiger, house, Tiger King's hide can get that way too. For that Orthos. one's usually a little lower because of the the yeah. weapons involved. But yeah, I, I'm I'm not looking forward to it. Like, I don't want to camp Orthus to get my white mage gear up. I really don't. To be honest, though, Orthus not too bad. I just don't want to do it. Well, I don't want to spend a bunch of time in Odyssey doing you know pre-item level things because it, it's not that it's hard. It's just that I I've upgraded every single set of armor to plus one reforge. Uh, I don't want to keep doing it. You know what I was also thinking? What if they make it obnoxious items that we don't usually get? Like, what do they start asking us for? Like Centillion ingots or Scarlet Height ingots or like random? I saw, I saw you posting. Yeah, that. fucking um, 
ask for like random things like the uh the flora flora lantern they're not going to ask for that of course but just like what if it's actually a synthesis material that's obnoxious i i think it would be interesting to see um some importance given to like intermediate level synthesis so like 70 to 90 philosopher level. stones so it's so like so like not necessarily the material but like a result craft and have to use that like that would be a thing i could see them being like oh you know what everything's gonna need koinors koinors oh god no and then your sparkling stones from uh dynamis Busidine, guys yeah oh oh and also the other thing i was on i i took part forcibly of inserting myself into the community representative stream they did yesterday oh yeah i remember i remember yeah, seeing stuff about that yeah, so how'd that go so first i had gotten on twitter a couple of days before and tweeted at them asking the european trial codes for final fantasy 11 have been sold out for a hot minute is there any idea when they may be coming back in stock and they didn't answer me so i immediately when they would happen the next day they were doing a thing i didn't really plan it out but i'm like oh let's just jump in i see that now i jump in and the first thing i ask is uh yes hello i see you didn't answer me on twitter <laughs> perhaps you were just awesome. very busy i wrote but uh, there was there any idea because the European player base is one that tends to be ignored and happens to be a very loyal and important fan base to this game that, that would like a chance to experience it as well because the other the other area codes all have their their you know trial codes are available would there be any idea of when they'll be coming back in stock and I got like a whole thing like oh they're gonna be coming back in stock soon I'm like okay I'm sure there's no time for just soon I'm like mm-hmm. soon okay. trademark. But then they were sitting out there. Just like Empyrean upgrades? They were sitting out there in the jungle, just messing around. And I'm here already. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll join. So I, I come in on Puppet Master just because I can. I forget to put like the auto repair kit on because I had to start taking off all these attachments because we're level synced to like 30. And I can't use all my extra uh, master level kind of uh, lights. So I just take off whatever. And I forget to put an auto, auto repair kit on. So they're running around killing everything. Or these things are trivial. Like, I'm killing one. The puppet's killing one. The other, they're, they're like killing, like, like they're just killing everything. Well, like easy prey mobs or something. Oh yeah, yeah they're like 30. They're like easy prey mobs yeah. at this point. DC easy prey, and they're just we're just killing everything. So then they come across the Mandragora M, Corrupcore, whatever the fuck. If you leave the jungle and go to the first tunnel to the right after leaving yeah. Azam, it just hangs down their time spawn. It's always up. And that, that yeah, puts it up shows a little, up in uh, it shows up in N and I all the time. So that puts up a little bit of a fight, and I'm like, uh, I'm like okay. Yeah, let's, let's let's keep exploring the jungle a bit, and they run out more, and then Rose Garden's there, and I'm like, oh, this <laughs> thing's gonna kill us. So I run in, I go, oh no, there's an NM guys, and I run in and pull it, and it just. Long story short, because auto repair kit wasn't on, and puppet probably could have just lived if it kept it on, and it would have been fine. Uh, but uh, MPK'd everyone with Rose Garden in the stream. That that was good. <laughs> I was just <laughs> the official stream. I was just sitting there smiling, I'm like the yeah, official stream just got MPK'd. Huh? That's that's pretty good. Good job, man. Uh, and you thought Spike Flail was the end of it? Apparently not. The Rose you know, I'm Garden. surprised they. I'm surprised they invited you to party with your with your name being like. I'm surprised the too. Spike Flail thing. Oh no! But Fox, they all we all sat there dying and home pointing, and then you know what it became? Rosebud. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I was just sitting there grinning. I'm like, ah, MPK, and that's pretty good. Wow, I haven't seen that seriously happen in a long ass time. Dude, it has to be sitting there to become voluptuous uh, Vivian or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, these NM names. So we have we have voluptuous tentacles, and then we have uh, syphilis there. 
But otherwise, that's been me. Like our group is kind of kind of done doing Odyssey now. We all decided collectively that at one point we're like, eh. we didn't plan on it being Friday. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just done. We're gonna we're gonna get whatever wins anyone needs, and we're kind of done. And we're gonna do whatever now. We're gonna we're gonna do Sad Dragon, which hasn't dropped in weeks. Anything we're gonna do. Vagrant, you know, I would really like to do more Sad Dragon because I really want a Crepuscular Cloak. We've been doing I really, two I really feel every, the pain of that being missing. After every after we get together. Yeah, it is ridiculous. It's it's a ridiculous drop rate. Even uh Velner, shout out to Velner on his stream, has a Shinryu counter. And he has killed like 753 of them. He's gotten Whoa. 10 drops. 10. I don't know if that includes the, the bullshit items or not, but even if it doesn't, that that is 10, you know, 10 drops. One in seventy sounds like the right drop rate, honestly, for SE on like super rare items. Actually, if we go to the drop rate page on BG, hold on. (laughs) Right. It's actually... Oh, I'm sure. Because they released that information a while ago, and it became a thing, how Treasure Hunter works, uh, the exact drop rate kind of tags and chances. So, 1 in 70. Mm, I don't know about that. So, it could also... It could be due to the lack of of numbers here. So you may think seven hundred and fifty is a lot of a lot of numbers. It's not one percent chance. It's not so. 1.5. So we have guaranteed. Obviously, we know that very common is like twenty four percent. Common is fifteen percent. Uncommon is ten. Rare is five. Then it goes to very rare at one. So maybe one in a hundred, but otherwise it would be five in a hundred. And five in a hundred sounds too common. So maybe they're well, maybe they're really one in a hundred. One out of seventy is one and a half percent. So. So it's one. It's 1.4%. So maybe they are literally a 1% drop rate. But the problem is not that they're literally a 1%. It's that they're competing with other items that are a higher percent. So maybe in the end, their competition with those items makes the drop rate artificially lower. They could be an actual fair drop rate, but because they're competing with with those, those yeah, if, items like common, if, they're like a 15% drop for those stupid accessories. They're always dropping. And then also you're into the Lilith problem. So like if that dude has, uh, let's say, an item on like every eligible character or He's something, I don't know this dude's setup. Okay. Well, he has absolute actual nothing. Well, 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 no, no, well, yeah, no, no. you would get you, nothing. Yeah, you get nothing yeah. in the pool because it doesn't matter. There's not a little problem. Like if you get a scythe drop and every character has a scythe, it shows up as nothing in the pool. Yeah, yeah. it's it's because it's it rolls on its own. It doesn't care what you have. It rolls on its own. So if it's going to compete with an item, it's like defending ring. It's five percent of the time because it's competing with an item that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. It, it it literally looks like it's sharing the same drop slot, and it looks like every time I go on a thief, it's no different. Not that I'm saying I've done a, a definitive test here. I'm just thinking that based on how other things in this game work, like omen bodies, uh, are the same sort of mechanic as this defending ring. I think that since nothing is dropping, it's clearly sharing sharing the same drop slot with a more common item. And I think we have a case of treasure hunter doing nothing on Shinryu, and it's a defending ring issue where it's competing for the same slot. Therefore, TH I can't can help. See that. So I think that's the problem: is you don't need TH; just got to kill the thing. It's sharing the same drop slot. You it's, got no choice. It's really a crepuscular pebble, but the D-ring chance. Yeah. Yeah, that's gross. But plausible. I mean, it could be the thing. Because you never see anything with that that one. You can get another one, I think, super rare. But it's, it also could be a ridiculous extra drop slot that's a rare chance. But it's, Yeah, I thought it's I'd clearly... heard people, people report like double drops. Yeah, I have never seen it. But I think I've also, if I recall hearing hearing it happen, happen. <laughs> I couldn't say one way or another. Like yeah, but, the hear the hearsay doesn't really matter a ton. Yeah, it does. I'm sure there's a screenshot out there somewhere, but it's it's got to be a ridiculous chance of having uh, some other drop slot or something. But that's that's Shinryu. It's ridiculous though, because Lilith's not like that. The other fights aren't like that. You go to Odin, you go to Alexander, you go to Kaysen. It's not like that. That's ridiculous. And they're no yeah, difficult. They made that shit difficult, intentional, difficulty. Though. 
Like they're 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 very proud of their terrible drop rate on Shinryu. I know because they've been asked about it multiple times, and they this last is time final. last time they were someone's like, "Are you guys sure that something's not messed up and you're just missing it?" And they're like, "No, we it's quite intentional to be this bad." They said basically last time in a nutshell in an interview during the 20th anniversary somewhere around there. I think we even talked about it that they said it's deliberately bad. Not not in so many words, deliberately bad, but no, we we assure you it's working as intended. Was pretty much how it is. Yeah. Like, we've working heard about it from intended. everyone. Stop asking. Those are, like, the, the two things I think they say the most often is working as intended and please look forward to it. Please look forward to it. I don't know. I, I basically, it's, I, I can't get Shinryu drops if I don't do it, so I really just need to go back and just start I mean, I've seen, even if it's solo. I've seen a knife and a cloak drop, and I've done, I've done maybe a hundred or less, so. Those are the two items I actually care about. I had the knife. I don't want it. I don't need I want the like knife. like can I use the knife? Yes, I literally can use the knife. Have I ever been in the situation to use it? No. But if I'm in a situation where I don't have the accuracy for TP bonus and I'm capped everything, uh yeah, Crepuscular knife would be the offhand to use on Thief. I'm sure there will be a time when I use it. I carry it with me. It's but just clutch MP restore for, for ninja. That's all I care about. Clutch MP restore. It's really yeah. low MP. What do you need MP it, on it ninja is. for? Sometimes you need to flash, dude. Flash. Ah, uh, I'm subrune yeah. on ninja. Dude, ninja subrune is pretty. Well, I shouldn't say it's pretty common. It's pretty common for ninjas who know how to play ninja. Yeah, no, it's a good sub. Very good sub. It's just typically I don't usually worry about MP. I just use a kitchen juice enough. <laughs> there you go. Freshly squeezed. Yeah. Okay, that's a meme in our group. Is the kitchen juice? Mm. Table was having MP problems, so Carrot sent him. Kitchen juices in his uh, delivery box. So, uh, you know, he, he threw them away, but the comments now is always uh, when someone runs an MP, it's like freshly squeezed. Wow. Because it says on the, it says the yeah. kitchen juices. Let me pull this up the description. But the uh, the crepuscular cloak thing feels extra bad, though, because okay. like I, I have a pretty good black mage at this point, and not having a crepuscular cloak and like casting a twilight cloak feels real bad. Fresh squeezed kitchen juice, period. Fresh squeezed. 10k of juice, two up. It's refresh for three minutes. Oh boy. Restores, what is it? Uh, so it's a tick. So 180 divided by three is going to be. So it restores 90, 90 MP. No, uh, 180 MP. Yeah, and it looks like we'll never get it from Subjob for Rune Fencer either. That's sad. What foil? Uh, no, refresh. Oh, refresh. I actually yeah, forgot what level Rune Fencer gets at. It's like 62. So That's actually ridiculously high considering how low regen is on the. They just don't want us subbing some things, man. You get refreshed sub red mage. Oh well, yeah, but I mean sub red mage is rune really is sixty two. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice though on sub rune. That would be pretty nice. Yeah, it gives you some sustain. Oh, let's see. Man, we actually got a lot of feedback in the in the chat channel recently. Like Did when we, we were discussing healers. Oh yeah, yeah. There was the the contentious in the Discord. If you're not a part of the Discord. I see Bobster's a new member who recently joined because he got the green leaf next to him. He's talking up a storm here about. Oh, is that what that is? I didn't realize. Yeah, the green leaf means they're new. Oh, okay. I thought that was just like extra things he added to himself. Based on. I don't know. That's what Bobster said here. He said, based on what everyone's saying above, comma, it seems like people want an episode on WTF as a healer, period. Like what Cinnamon said above, explore unconventional setups of things that could work. And are outside of the meta. Understandably, if you're doing the hardest content, you may need that one specific job. But during most other events, what could we use and how would we group prepare for it? Period. 
I think most of us carry remedy holy waters and panaceas. You better. So maybe we don't need a white mage. I've only heard of a few episodes so far, but I know y'all could get a 30-minute pup healing tangent in there somewhere. So far, when it comes to like the hardest content, I would say the only thing that really strictly matters is meeting PDF at this point for like being able to damage it and, and meet the DPS check, because that seems to be like the ultimate problem most of the time. Like eventually you'll, you'll get to the point where you're killing with like four minutes remaining or whatever. But you'll notice that if you if you change out just like one of those buffs, you're suddenly coming nowhere near that mark. And, and that's like the, the biggest thing as far as like Odyssey jail content is concerned. Yes. Like that, that's the biggest thing that, that limits your ability to craft a run, you know, with, with, with something outside the box. The, the healer is actually kind of whatever. Like you can actually supplement um, a scholar into a lot of runs and just have the bard do carols. Like the, the main reason you really want a white mage is just for the bar spells, really. Using dancer as a healer for certain NMs like Procne. Oh, yeah. Uh, as long as your tank can survive, like Paladin should have no problem surviving Procne or Rune, as long as it's as long as you're being careful on your swaps. The thing spams TP moves, don't get caught in your mid-cast set, and you're fine. It is easy if you mm-hmm. don't get caught in your mid-cast set. Of course, from how often it spams, you've got to really pay attention. But if you do that and hate is managed, then taking a dancer is like the most optimal thing to heal and debuff and DPS. Oh, it's perfect. It's it's taking a white mage in that case, if a dancer could do that job. If it's a different NM than the first one, you're trying to do multiple wins in a, in, a, in a scenario, then Dancer is the greatest job for Odyssey in that case. It can heal. It can close the delay cap that, that jobs have, especially uh, two-handed jobs like Warrior. Well, of course, Warrior gets niggling. But even niggling, you need the extra <laughs> job ability haste when you're single-wielding that. That's good. So it, Dancer is the only thing you can bring in this case to do that. And it, just having that alone on top of box step, I mean, the dancer alone for these jobs will, as you said, Fox, meeting PDFs is the most difficult part. It will change that outcome in a way that no other job can, let alone also be a healer. So unconventional or not, dancer is like one of the greatest Aussie jobs for actually trying to win. Yeah, that argument right there is the number one reason why I actually considered Onion, Nord, Onion Sword 3 um, as well as uh, Dark Blade if I had won this Mog Bonanza. Like, I had been such a staunch acceptor of only Dark Blade up to this point. I'm only Onion But Sword. Dancers at the point, the, the, the Dancers at the point, though, where it benefits so much from Onion Sword being able to be included in other content where, like, it would normally be excluded, that, uh, that it, it's still worth that same kind of consideration, so... I would say those two are, are definitely at the top of the list, in my opinion, just because of that. So another thing, too, is taking a job along to supplement the healer. So Dancer may not be able to cover all the gaps. And even on a sub job, a summoner can still cover those gaps if needed. And more importantly, the summoner can make sure no one else has hate to make sure the Dancer is only focusing on the best person to resist taking damage, a tank or so on. Because if you pull hate on Procne, you're dead and that Dancer can't raise you. Yeah. So... We, we take Dancer and Summoner because the DDs can do anything they want, especially taking Dragoon's important as it clears his own hate. And why also trick attack the Dragoon because I'm using Vajra to help cover the, the attack difference I need while also skill chain. The skill chains don't do great damage on Procne, but it's better than other um, Odyssey mobs take. Like tier three. I found that I found that Dancers pair really well with um, Paladins and pair really well with Scholars. Uh, because like those cures, like no one is going, no one in your party is going to cure faster than you. It's not possible. It's a job ability. So like as long as you are on the ball, like you will always win the cure race. And with scholars having other things to do, like needing to activate stratagems in order to you know AOE status cure stuff like that, uh, to have 
the dancer with the mindset that I'm going to cooperate with my scholar in such a way uh, that I'm doing a majority of the healing, whereas they're getting the status effects off of people is typically the best way to go about it because they're already kind of at a stall when it comes to that sort of thing. And they also make it easier because they got a powerful regen on you at the same time. And so the that combo can is still pretty fight strong. too. The dancer can still fight as long as the scholar covers it while it's getting TP back up for a second, only like one second basically yeah. after its weapon skill. Because it doesn't take that much yeah. TP to cure. It's mostly timers oh, and delay. Oh no. Yeah, curing waltz three is ridiculous. Like it's got the it's got the cure power of cure four on like a fully buffed white mage, and it only uses like five hundred TP or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's it nothing. It's like an attack round. Yeah. It's like an attack round on dance. But, but think about this too. You take a summoner. The summoner um, gives buffs, of course, war cry and TP bonus, which is also big, especially uh, if you're taking someone that's using Savage Blade or someone. And you have the them also, besides the, the Ruby, to also throw out random, whether they're removing debuffs with Leviathan, who's also caring, or Carbuncle can just spam the debuff removal and take off like multiple Asuna or something. That is good. And the summoner is also doing damage in there. But the haste too. Having Haste Samba with Haste 2, you only need one more piece of dual wield gear to cap on Thief or Blue. Like, just one extra piece. It's 13% dual wield, 12-13% to cap with just Haste yeah, 2 you'll and have, Samba. Yeah, you 40% Haste total. Yep, the, 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 haste, yeah. the haste Samba is what gives that. So if you're on any of those jobs, just put on one earring, and you are now back to being delay capped with only a summoner. You don't got to use a Geo, you don't got to use the Red Mage up, you don't got to use... Like, getting Haste 2 is pretty difficult. You, you can say the Blue Mage is Mighty Guard and stuff for another fight which also another important one, but just those two jobs pairing up really well from the summoner's buffs, backup healing, and also damaging alongside it. It actually changes the whole party dynamic more offensively while still covering the required healing and everything because when you don't have to wear people getting hate because the summoner's there and there's no... It's like if there's bad AoEs, it might get a little contentious because the dancer's going to be yeah. having to do a lot of... There's only so much AoE carrying. That's going to start eating TP up too if you're doing single target and AoE cares. But to me, if it's not, then you can just go... Balls deep, you cap delay without a bard or a geo, and you're just you're just still going at it. To me, the only thing that stops me from using dancer to main heal basically anything that a scholar or a white mage can is uh, not having access to bar spells on dancer. The erase not having uh, uh, no nah, healing waltz is fine. Yeah, but um, everyone's getting hit with something erasing it, or you're getting hit with paralyze a bunch. It's not like yeah, everyone has yeah, remedies paralyze stuff, sucks. but. Amnesia sucks, Paralyze sucks. I mean, there's always going to be like a, a soft or hard counter to just about any job. It's just how it is. But yeah, it's it's specifically um, uh, the bar spells and uh, and just like the no AOE status effect thing like is kind of a minimal thing because like that your job when you have all the gear for it you can actually spam healing waltz really really quickly the only downside is it locks you out which is something that Hyatt actually mentioned in the same you know chat that, that we're reading from uh where if you if you ja lock yourself hard enough on dancer you no longer are putting hey samba on the mob so that's kind of a problem too if you're spamming it yeah you have to get attack round that happens on zevioso a lot it's it's you can get stuck in the spiral where you need to you need to cure like the dickens you can also yeah. time it too because you got to keep getting tp to cure so yeah uh but i mean Sometimes shit hits the fan, and you you have to just basically spam. Yeah, it. but if shit's not always hitting the fan, it, it's only down for a moment. So, yeah, it, it happens. But I think Hey Samba for Odyssey NMs is super underrated for the fact that a job like uh, Samurai or Dragoon or Warrior desperately needs that, even if they have Magic Cap, and just any other job too that's dual wielding or anything like that. It'd be, it'd be fucking hand to hand. It doesn't matter. It's just the the amount of 
gear the change is so minimal to be back at capping delay and the dps is dramatically different then if you don't take that it's going to be just a, a slow slog of trying to fight in nm yeah most of the time do you it, don't but... even you don't even use saber or fan dance you yep. just kind of sit in neutral yeah because uh being able to switch is something that you just have to be able to do but as far as and... scholar versus white mage it really just depends what you're doing because you and i both prefer using both it just depends what we do like you're not yeah, taking scholar I... to this month's ambuscade I prefer Scholar for segment farms, even though Scholar is... It, it, with my group, Scholar is interchangeable with White Mage as long as we have the right person tanking um, for segment farms. But uh, when it comes to like, bosses, as someone who plays both Scholar and White Mage and really all the healers in the game, I prefer going White Mage to bosses because it just feels like you have a better toolkit. I prefer us having a Scholar when we're doing um, any of the bosses that I'm on Rune Fencer for, like uh, Kalunga or Arabati. Or I don't know. I mean, I think that might be might be it. But because the uh, caper is so important for later on in the fight. Well, also for Kalunga and Arabati specifically, it's uh, important to use um, Embrava because that can't be dispelled. Yes, that's also super helpful. That's a huge one. The the Embrava's haste uh, and refresh yeah. is dramatic for tanking those fights. Yeah, it's not just the regen guys. The haste and refresh is huge because the regen is going to be constantly dispelled. But the uh, fixing the hate issues that happen, you know, when you get like thirty percent or so in the fight, depending on how things are going, you're going to lose hate eventually. Yeah. It just ends up counting. Oh, yeah. So just having that fixes that issue. And White Mage can't do that. And it doesn't matter how good you are if the DD dies because Kalunga does a for some reason a spike of damage on a bite. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine getting getting bitten, and then they'll do searing serration, and then suddenly you went from being full HP to being dead. Nothing you can do about that. So is Scala mm-hmm. preventing that from happening in that situation? Is doesn't matter how good the job is in this case. It just you need to be able to control something in the fight a way that a white mage can sometimes, and that's why Scholar comes in there too. Yeah, if anything, the big thing that can help you stop that is like managing your your Carol twos, because that's going to have the highest chance of just nulling that instead. But that's a, a bard argument. Yeah, it's a whole different buffing situation too. Because that's a physical. That's like it seems like a hybrid move from him. I'm actually kind of excited for Sorty because you can <laughs> like you could take a lot of this non-standard stuff now that we have the higher master levels and sub scholar like I've talked about before. Like I want to go in on bard and geo and like be the healer in an event. And I think it's going to give me an opportunity to play with that. So I, I think that that's pretty cool. Uh, like if we're going to consider sortie because a, a lot of where our focus is now on like how strong a healer is or something is is really based on our perception of the main job because we don't have sub job access but that's probably not going to be a thing in sortie so i i don't think it'll be i don't see why it would be yeah so we can start entertaining the idea of hey well what can we do with the, with the proper main job sub job combination and maybe we can actually do some more brewing you know where where odyssey left us with like a novel kind of fun challenge for building parties based on main jobs only. Like now we actually get all of these tools they've given us and we actually get to, use I hope the content's now. hard. I hope it is too. I, I hope it's, it's suitably hard for master levels. I don't and want regen too. Like I don't want this bullshit auto regen. I, I want the content to be hard without having this ridiculous regen. Auto regen. What are you talking about? When V do V 20, the mob starts recovering one, 1% oh, every three oh. seconds. Oh, that the mobs regen guy. Yeah, I don't want this ridiculous regen in the mob. It's, it's not difficult. That's just a cock block and a DPS check. It's not like an actual mechanic to counter and strategize around, besides doing more damage that you're already doing in the first place. Yeah, it's just phantom HP. Yep. That's all it is. I'd rather have it have high, like higher HP in the first place instead of having phantom HP. Who knows? I mean, maybe we just didn't explore killing the ad enough. That ad's got a fuck ton of HP. 
yeah dude there's no point in killing it yeah we had like but before I, it came out I, we strategized like sleep in the ad and then or sleep yeah. in the main boss because you can sleep the main bosses because they're like oh that's a, they must have the deliberately ad. allowed that so we could sleep it and fight the ad and kill it and stop the regen or something but no that's not no happening. even on the tier twos it's pointless yeah no well, tier ones even you know i have a feeling that the v25s despite all our best efforts is just going to be a multiple tag fight it's just a feeling i have I think like that's also, it's almost like they're forcing it to be, you know, multiple stages. And that's kind of cool, too. I feel like ultimately the original intention with Odyssey is to make people have to make multiple job combinations to beat the mob at. Yeah, but the, but it's going to get weird when we have to approach like blunt only or piercing only mobs. Yeah, that's also like that. That becomes the problem, too. There's no three party setup to go do a blunt fucking rotation meaningfully and meet the DPS. That's just not going to happen. And there's only so many ways you can provide strong elemental resistance. To now, it. if the regen wasn't there, you could do that, where you have oh, a yeah. fucking thief and ninja with carambits fighting and guy or something on the third run to kill him off. But with the regen, you just it's never going to happen. Like the regen yeah, be just ruins strategies. It's just stupid. Yeah, the ninja is never going to have enough damage for that because you've also already in, in most situations where you could theory craft a third string hand to hand. Yeah, you don't have the buffs. Yeah, you just don't simply don't have the buffs. Karambit Dancer's fine. I'm just saying, but, like, that's the point you're at is like, oh, who can we have to buff? I guess we can have Karambit Dancer come because there's no one left to debuff it besides like a red mage and a Karambit Dancer. There's like no now, bar, there's no core. You also have to worry about the mobs just straight murdering you though, because you've used your, your white mage bar spells in one fight and you've used your, your carols in the next fight. Well, that's when you the start the third fight, you're like, okay, well, Rune Fencer, let's let's ride on Valiance, you know, carrying us through to save the day. That's the AoE, too, so it depends on the mob, too. If it's bad AoE damage, is elemental, yeah. But if it's Conal or something, uh, or it's not going to hit everyone else, like on Kalunga, then the, the Rune Fencer having the bar spell and the resistance is actually really important. Yeah. Because you can spread out the three fights. You can have the Bard in one, you can have the White Mage in another. That's why the Bard and Scholar pair up so well for a lot of these multiple fight strategies. Yeah. And the rune. You just got to split them up. Or you can stack really hard and just, you know, make it so nobody dies, but then it gimps your other two fights. It's, there's a lot of stuff you have to keep in consideration. Because they, they made a mob sure. that's elemental damage. Like, these mobs are all an element. You got fire, you got water, you got wind and all this nonsense. Yeah. They call Captain Planet to make Boomba. But <laughs> that's, that's what it is. But when, you, when you have that, and there's only so many ways to mitigate elemental magic, and you lock those jobs out, you just can't handle the, the basic mechanic they've created due to a yeah. lack of options. And they should have at least made it so that we could may fight more of these at range better. So that way we can at least mitigate that and keep the, the tank as the How only at risk skill person. chaining even just, you know, I'd rather have more HP and be allowed to skill chain. I honestly, yeah, skill chaining for sure. That would complement just being able to use black mage in every single fight. I think that would be really awesome. So like you could choose to fight Kalunga slashing damage, or you could choose to fight Kalunga with water magic bursts. You know, and just I think, keep it through. I think all the they fights. don't trust us so badly at this point from how much people will abuse stuff. Like when Divergence came out and everyone just got Black Mage and stood back and just nuked it to death, even though no one was using Black Mage <laughs> anymore. They just did that instead of actually facing the, the opponents at that time. Or they, they hold in the ramp and use Rangers and use elemental damage of the Rangers. And it's just, that's what they were doing. And, and like they, they, they've had such an inability to trust at this point. They said, no, no, no options. You're fighting it the way we designed it. And there's like, they, they, <laughs> they don't want to provide any wiggle room because it gets abused. Like people will just all take Farsha or something because you can't use this other damage. And they'll just, they'll just spam like that magical skill as a way to get around resistance. It's like people will do stuff like that. And they clearly want the fight to be designed for a certain way. And it's just. Five black mages in a geo. The black mages make darkness and all burst death. But then they fuck. They fuck black mage at that point by doing that. Yeah, they did. 
because but, hey, well, you don't need to buff cool that job to do though. great damage on it. So if you're in the third fight and you have two jobs making skill chains, three jobs that there's not enough haste or yeah. something, Black Mage can do great full-on damage without support. That's one and the, of the, the cool of thing job. about all of these all of these jail fights is that less is, is often more. Like if you have more people feeding that thing TP, the fight's going to get a lot more unruly than if you have like just one structured fight where people are feeding a normal amount of TP. It's not even TP cheese, just normal amounts of TP, making a skill chain, augmenting with a magic burst. Like if anything, that also leans into the elemental setup that they have. They, the other sub theme as, as along with the uh, the different da varying damage types. Like they should have just allowed Black Mage to do their thing throughout all these fights, and maybe and, made and Black Mage fits in some of the fights besides Ongo because you can use it on, um, could use it on Gogmagog, I guess. But I mean, you can use well, it on yeah, I mean, tier Sigili, twos and tier threes. Uh, the yeah. Sigili, you can use it on Ubanai. Like Ubanai is interesting because it's like the one mob that takes magic and physical damage. Yeah, it, you can nuke that thing fully. Still, it takes like full on magical damage, and you can beat the fuck out of it unless you're. You can also. Hand -hand. You can also nuke the tier twos as well. Like you can kill the snapweed and the well, the uh, snapweed's magical. It takes magical damage. It, it resists the other physical damages. Well, some people just apply samurais to it and just be that way. Yeah. Um, but it's only a few of them: snapweed, ubanai, sigili, marmacrebs, ongo. That's five of them, and that's about it. That's a yeah. chunk of them, but still, that, that's which is a nice black mage representation. It's just, I guess, the point isn't necessarily to like focus on the being black mage but more so focus on being able to supplement a ranged fight for like a second dive at the nm so like your first dive is like the the slashing strategy and let's say you, you fail at like 30 percent or whatever you need to be able to come back in and realistically be able to push the rest of it and if you had to blow a lot of your load um on like elemental resistance and buffs you know buffing melees then you might as well use the magic based approach and be able to do it with magic on on the, the the next fight and i feel like they missed a huge opportunity to make some really cool dynamics that way that that's the main thing like obviously it's never going to happen so like everything we're discussing is a moot, moot point but it's just it's interesting to see them miss this is all yeah, like, I think, I think they really nailed Odyssey with the whole point of no sub job and strategizing. I think that's a great oh, feature yeah. everyone hates because they just they don't like being told no and having to do something differently, which is clearly the the, the reason they don't <laughs> like it. There's there's no other explanation for it besides that. There's just it's the one thing in this game that you have to do something differently, and everyone's like, oh, I can't use my subs. Yeah, because then your dual boxes and everything have to actually do something. But it's clearly <laughs> no, yeah. Designed. You can't have like like three of your 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 six dual box party. There's no know, care please from the from the geo on top of everyone else. Yeah, exactly. It's harder to keep them all in range, and it relies on people actually understanding other jobs. It brings other jobs into the mix. People don't have to think about or learn or do anything about. It. They don't like being forced to have to consider other options options and alternatives that they're not familiar and comfortable with. Wait, I have to play puppet master, and I'm not just overdriving. I don't know how to do it. Dude, I love, like, Pup has the same representation in there as Black Mage, pretty much. And it feels really good every time I go in there and Pup. I've only hit Overdrive one time since playing Puppet Mastery. It's really something that I like to do from a standpoint of either tanking to establish hate initially or surviving something, or just to increase the damage output anyway along what I'm doing. It's like, it's never, uh, it's, it's never like this dramatic Mighty Strike style Zerg thing that people make it out to be for me. It's just a improving my output or making sure i don't die or, or things are handled it's it's like if i'm dead or weakened or something and i can overdrive the puppet while i'm out of commission to then put myself back in the fight that's what i'd want to use it as not be like you know uh hey guys just let the puppet do all the damage let me overdrive it's ridiculous i don't need anything 
but it's just I, I, it's just like an augmentation of what I'm already doing. It doesn't change what I'm doing. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, interesting tangent. Like I, I would like to see more healers be viable though. Like take away I, well, the master levels were at the point where like even even summoner can main heal and stuff in a lot of. Instances. I really want to see that because like, it's I, I so badly. I so badly want to take summoner to one of our, our master parties or whatever, so I can get some sub 30 scholar on it just so that I can heal later on that job. Like I, I think um, putting out content where like maybe you need another clutch healer that also has unique buffs. I, I think, I think I think summoner is going to be one of those huge opportunities to have someone fill multiple roles. I think that's how you improve well. the job's usage to the point where it becomes mainstream yeah. is summoner being able to actually heal beyond what it had before, because now it gets some big boy stuff. Because everyone throws a bitch fit because now they're reduced to being a healer. But they're still not because Summoner just calling out. The problem is people don't play it. If they have the option to heal, they're going to stand there and heal with the avatar giving favor. Like, duh, 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 I'm, a, I'm a stupid bard. I'm not. They're just going to stand there and like, oh, is my pet helping you? They don't want to. They don't want to switch. So like when Carrot's on Summoner, she'll call out Blood Pack Offensive, call back again, release, call out a different avatar, do something with that. Keep releasing and changing and like you cure in between that or something like you don't. You don't just stay with one pet the whole time, yeah. like a dragoon or a pup or something. Which even a pup might switch more than that. A summoner sometimes just stands there with one avatar the whole time, and like you keep changing what you're doing and buffing and keeping those up while changing different avatars and then curing in between that and doing stuff like that. Not just standing there with one pet, like Carbuncle with the ruby with the regen is fine, like the the favor of the regen. When you're just standing with nice. Carbuncle with the regen and casting cure and doing nothing else. Because we see well, that too. Carbuncle has a shit ton of really useful ward packs. It does. We remember the time we had a summoner uses... in uh, our group to heal, like 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 we were doing a master level party with black mage bursts with everything, two separate people on mobs bursting, skill chaining, and two separate groups, and like the summoner was the healer. Yes, we invited. A I shout was summoner. that healer. No, but we had a different one. Oh, we had a different one. There was a shout summoner. They just stood there with Carbuncle the whole time, and they just kept using meteor. Oh, the one where I wasn't the summoner. Yeah, the one where you like, weren't the summoner. Okay. Yes, and they just yeah. I was like meteorite. magic. I was magic bursting uh, holy mist. It was funny, like sixty something k holy mists. Oh yeah, and that works up too because one of the skill chains was light for that, and that's another yeah, good, fusion. Like summoner magic bursting is stupid. Is 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 actually really good in that case because it just. You're you're healing. You're using a massive regen like a scholar. It's not massive. What is it like twenty is a tick? What is the carbuncle? Yeah, I think it tops out somewhere around twenty or thirty. But if you're sub scholar now, you can also throw on your own regen that's stacking with it. Mm -hmm. So now you have like a decent regen at least. What's the potency oh, yeah. on uh, regen five from scholar? With from scholar main, like yeah. you can get anywhere from like ninety seven to like one hundred and four. Yeah, and that's pretty high. But now. Like white mage, I think I think my white mage's regen four is in the seventies though, which is pretty neat. Can um, scholar two, use the bunzy feet? I wish, but no, not scholar. I mean uh, summoner. Summoner can, yes. Okay, so summoner has that, and plus they can wear the potency duration gear from um, the alluvian skirmish. Looks like a orange cap trucker nonsense. <laughs> the telchin gear. There you go. I remember it. Yeah. So you can you can boost up. Your... I will full set. Yeah. For uh, I, I actually built it for Red Mage for Regen 2, and I thought we were going to get Regen 3. Because a Red Mage with boosted Regen 3 plus the Bunzy feet and like the full set with their already long duration is is pretty solid for a Regen spell. Yeah. But I, then I found out we weren't getting Regen 3, and I got kind of sad. So. so you could probably, with Carbuncle assisting you, besides using the AoE healing from it with the Favor Ruby and everything, you can probably, between Carbuncle and your Sub-Scholar Regen, you could probably get like a, a 60 or 70 a tick Regen between the two of them together. 
Yeah, probably. And that's that's Honestly, not scholar level, but that's close enough that 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 should cover a lot of the gap of stuff while you're also healing. Most of the time, when I'm in a healing role for for summoner, I usually switch between Leviathan and Carbuncle, and I'll usually do the AOE cure from Leviathan, and I'll leave Carbuncle for like um, uh, Soothing Ruby. Because Soothing Ruby is an incredibly broken erase that works on everyone nearby. Yeah, that's what I was talking about too, where you could just spam yeah. it's like a multiple Asuna. It takes off like six effects or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's six effects from like everyone nearby. It's yeah. crazy. But also curing conduit is a big deal from Leviathan. That's an extra yeah. 30% cure potency on everyone. Yeah, because usually you only see that on like a very small amount of that gear on warriors when they're wearing like Psychpata Body, or like you'll see it on Paladin in, in some of their sets, but you won't really see uh, cure potency received on like Sorry, a lot of folks. 15%. Yeah, Captain so 30. basically it helps cap people who are already wearing some of that gear, and then um, it doesn't help like most paladins at all because a lot of the times they're just wearing it already. Uh, but like all those DDs, like especially light DDs, they don't have any extra, you know, cure potency received. And the cool thing about that is not making like your cure four a cure for like two k. That's not even necessary nowadays. It's more so about making your two cure twos cure for like six seven hundred. And that it just adds Sock a lot Pata's more body efficiency. Pretty much puts you five percent away from cap just with Leviathan. Yeah, Sakpata's body. So exactly. So it, it's about being able to scale your cures down, and it's actually really cool that that you can do that as summoner. It's, there's a lot of synergy there because sure you get access to cure four, um, but if you really want to help manage your MP pool, like you really want to try to use like cure two and cure three to cure a lot of things, and and that helps you get there on jobs that don't naturally have that armor. And for some of these things so. we encounter, and this is like we're almost doing like a summoner episode at this point. We should do a summoner episode sometime <laughs> if we have a guest yeah, to come on talking about summoner. I'm like just having access to your own Sentinel shirt, so with with Titan and everything. I mean, I don't want to go too deep into summoner That's at this helpful. point, but yeah, it's it's actually really can be situationally very important. Like like if like sometimes if you're having trouble getting one shot by a guy, you're not going to take a summoner to that setup, in my opinion. But if you were in a different fight where you could. Having that with with Shurzo to stack means you're no longer going to be being one shotted because those two stacking become much more powerful than just the bards. Yeah, we we actually use that when we fight N guy. Actually, you we do use, take summoner. Uh, yeah. Okay, so what's your and, setup? Uh, it's uh, what is it? It's bard, summoner, red mage, white mage, monk, warrior. Did you say bard, summoner, red mage, white mage? Yes. That's a quite a combination. Yes. And there's it no core. And there's no core. That's great. Interesting. So you drop the core for a summoner, basically. Yeah. At least and no one gets one shot. Yeah, the fight takes forever. No one gets no one gets one shot. Or actually, oh, wait. because you're doing multiple fights and you're trying to win. Oh yeah. Okay, that's why I was wondering, like, why are you not taking a core? Why are you taking a summoner? Yeah, it's like you have to like spread them out because the now geo and the sense. core stack in a different fight. Yeah, having the summoner and the red mage feels bad in the same fight, but like depending on what you're doing, like, I think you can it's actually not that from... bad because the the dia and the silence in that fight is pretty important, and the red yeah. mage can also melee with Max Mentius and do considerable damage. We've actually done a bunch of different setups that are that are like that, but we basically um, we don't use the bard Skurzo in that situation. Like you need more attack songs uh, because you don't have the core. So we actually use Titan's uh, Skurzo in that situation. And when you stack that with the carols that the bards are already providing, nobody gets one shot. Okay. So it's it still works. It's not nearly as powerful as if you're like completely gearing to only fight end guy and then maybe fight trash afterwards, uh, in which case you still want to bring like your, your, your core bard core of the group. Um, so that was Monk, White Mage, Red Mage, Summoner, Bard. What was the sixth job? 
Warrior. Uh, warrior, but it could be any blunt DD like Puppet Master is fine, etc. Yeah. Pup would be good. Pup would lack the attack. I think a blue mage in this setup. Warrior is nice. Yeah, yeah blue mage is probably going to be better. That's for sure. Um, but warrior is kind of nice just because like you you still have access to war cry and berserk and stuff like that. Uh, and guy only has one physical move, so as long as you're careful, you don't really have to worry about it. It's pretty cool setup because you were doing multiple wins and you would still beat that end guy, right? Uh, no, we'd no. get close, but we wouldn't beat it. We weren't. We weren't that cool. I wonder if you could actually beat it. We probably can. Yeah, it was V nineteen. It, it just takes a lot. Yeah, it was all. It was all V nineteen. Um, V twenty is probably out of the question because of regen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say like the biggest problem was was actually just timing out. Like, uh, like I said before, it's it's meeting the PDF is is the worst thing. And even when people have like extra attack in their gear and stuff like that, like it just it it isn't enough. Because you got to think, like, when you approach Arabati, like, nobody ever actually, like, checks their characters or, or, or checks what their attack rating is. But a lot of times, even on, like, Arabati fights, the so Rangers have, 4, like, 000. nine, yeah. no, way more than that. Well, they for usually a have DD, almost... it's usually, like, well over 4,000, five, six. Oh, for a Ranger, they're usually sitting at about 9,000 attack. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like, they, they're they are just outlandishly. What does the check param say about the attack power level? It's over 9,000. Right, that's good. That's good. We should leave it with we should leave it with that. No no yelling. Okay. No. No. It's impossible. What? That's impossible. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of times people don't actually check how much attack they have. And and most of the time I make fun of people for having that much attack because it's not necessary. In these fights, it actually is. So well, because the, you gotta well, think what's the defense of these mobs we're looking at over Well the defense of the mobs are around two thousand to two thousand three hundred. It's in that range. Like I've done a lot of math to like help narrow that down. But um so you so you gotta think, you know, you wanna meet like a, a four point five, you know, physical damage limit that, so, that yeah. you're that you're trying to achieve. You have to multiply that number by four point five and guess what that number ends up being. It's it's around nine thousand, if not over nine thousand. It's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. So usually you need a, a Corsair with a percentage based uh buff to get there. Or Geo with a percentage based buff. That's how you that's how you get to those numbers. Like you can lower the defense, but it's just less effective most of the time on those mobs. So it gets kind of weird. But yeah, that's I mean, just just staying open to like new ideas and stuff is kind of what I'm I'm looking for. Like even when I joined this this new LS, like when I joined, I was like, yeah, I hope you guys do like interesting things because like winning gets boring. And it's true. Like just winning the fights aren't really that hard anymore. Like you got to be able to do it with like some kind of style or like it gets really monotonous. Dude, one of our static members is at like a bar with a DJ right now. He's like sending videos over Discord. Oh, I think I know which one it is. Uh, of course. He's an island boy. Yeah, I thought so. That's funny. He's he's a big fan, man. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Maybe we should, instead wow. of naming this episode, whatever, it should just be like, what is staying open to new ideas? Yeah, I mean, that's something more people should talk about. Instead of like going to, I, I don't really like picking on the age forums, uh, but wow, it's so easy instead to do. of going there, it, it is easy to do. It's like punching down, but oh, it's more than punching. <laughs> but but the I'm thing is, is like hot steamy. Dump. When you go there, a lot of times people just aren't open to new ideas at all. Oh no, and oh, you, you see the, the same regurgitated things. Yeah, you see it in link shells. You see it in all sorts of like all sorts of like Final Fantasy Eleven related things, and like. New ideas is how we actually conquer new content because you don't automatically have a solution for that. Like right. being able to stay open really 
don't know. They always laugh the at and say this is ridiculous to do that. And then there's some some strategy that gets shown that like makes it super easy, like summoner using sub dark knight to absorb TP on level with some yeah. nonsense. And they go, Oh, everyone's sub dark knight now. It's really good. You know, and then they're like, Oh, I, I need to level sub dark knight now just for this. Cause I don't have it at all. You know, and this nonsense Apathy happens. Strats are so good. Yeah, like, like they just start doing these things that are well known and understood, or, or something that people used to once upon a time they, do. And like, like there's like a fucking Marco Polo. They've just rediscovered the new goddamn world, and like, yeah. everything everything changed to these people. They go from like talking about how monks sucks to how monks great. You know, like, like all this nonsense they do. Oh yeah, monk was absolute garbage for the longest time. Now all of a yeah, sudden it wasn't even it was, like, garbage. Really it just didn't have enough damage output to make people care about it as a detail. Yeah, I mean the weapon skills were broken. That's just how it is. Like, well, not broken, but like they weren't they weren't as powerful as. They had the staff problem. The staff problem. <laughs> yeah, we call it the exactly. staff problem. Low, low FTP, no replication. Like anyone who's who's familiar with monk now is like, what are they talking about? Monk weapon skills are awesome, and that's because they were changed. <laughs> they were changed in a very there was enough complaining about monk that they cared enough about that job. Oh yeah. When your job has no alternative, like Summoner can buff and do pet stuff. Black Mage, though. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but Black Mage nukes, the nuking is, like, the weapon skills compared to the weapon skills. There's no nuking compared to Black Mage's nuking. So That's true. When Essie looks at something, if you have an alternative you can do in a job, like, Pup does different things. They won't ever give it a bone, really, it seems. In my, in my hot take on this, they don't ever give it a bone. Cause it's like, oh, but Pup does multiple things. So that must be what they're upset about. That it doesn't do the other thing better than other jobs. But it's just you the know, fact that they don't balance certain things because the alternative exists, even if it's not a proper one. For as much shit as Geo gets, actually, like I, I come real close to Black Mage Nuke Strength on Geo. <laughs> Well, that's like the number two link shell I had today where they got yeah. at me. They got at me from like any Geo when I come like, ah, oh, Geo doesn't need master levels as the start of the conversation. Like, what are you smoking? Yeah, and it's it's like, well, I said, first I started off with saying that master levels for jobs like Black Mage, Geo, Scholar, Pup, Monk are outsized in importance due to the way the damage formulas work for those jobs that master levels provide over other jobs like Warrior or Thief is exactly what I said, basically. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, There'd be no situation you'd want to nuke in on Geo outside of a hypothetical uh, narrow situation where it's ideal to do so, because otherwise you wouldn't do that. I would Those rather sound throw like buzzwords on a... from the forums. Mm. Hypothetical, ideal situations. Uh, yeah. Nobody otherwise, talks like that. otherwise I'd up. rather just make a melee set on Geomancer is what the one guy said. And what? Yeah, I'd rather just make a melee set. And then I said, like, that doesn't synergize very well with Geo's other gear and its and its primary role here. But the nuking, yeah. I said, you're not always in your nuking set like you are in your DD set. It's just, you know, it's, it's it's a momentary thing. And when you're in your DD set, you're also not protecting your bubbles. So then, that's the main problem I have with it. So what happens when people aren't open to new ideas is it follows a narrative I found. In this case, the narrative was you can't deny that Geo nukes. Everyone knows it nukes. But you gain credibility by agreeing to establish an obvious premise because then it looks like you understand what the other person's position is. But you're just going to kind of water down their position. It's like, yeah, Geo can nuke. And you get the butts. We start going to butts. And it goes, but. And then it goes, the first one was, you're not going to take it to this month's ambuscade and nuke. It's like, okay. I mean, have you tried it? I mean, what are you? Yeah, exactly. This, this the guy who said he it? wants to melee instead. Have you, have you Dude, really? Have you tried it? Is the best response. That is so good. But but the, obviously the answer is going to be no. Have I you? haven't tried it. But I'm like, yeah. I, and they're like, I go, but just because you wouldn't take it to the ambuscade 
doesn't mean you wouldn't do it in general. So just because the situation doesn't line up with it doesn't mean that a Geo wouldn't want master levels because a Geo, because like other people chime in like, uh, what's a Geo actually expected to do? It's like people don't even yeah, know. Well, what the, no one under, no, that, no understands that. That was Geo literally does, yeah. asked. It's like, what is Geo expected to do? It's like, and I said, any Geo that should be playing the job because I had that snobby elitist attitude because I'm so sick of the bar being so low that no one even recognizes anything basic. So yeah, yeah. I'm a snobby elitist because if you just like no one cares it's the it's the bare minimum as long as i can put my hand in the cookie jar i don't care what the cookie jar is made of i don't care as long as i can get whatever i want i don't care about anything around me it's basically the way everyone behaves and it's just annoying it's aggravating because it it comes back to bite other people who aren't like that so when we want to do certain things i'm getting on a tangent i'll get back to the geomancer <laughs> I, I recognize that um when we want to do certain things, I talk about when to take pup or something like like, and we want to invite those jobs to fulfill that role so we can do the other parts of the thing that we're using those niche jobs, quote unquote niche, to make this whole setup and strategy happen. We can't find those people to do that because even if we find the job, they don't know how to play it because they've made it for a singular purpose like summoner burning Aeonix. So I only know how to do that with my Nirvana. I don't know what my buffs do. I don't have buff duration. I don't have anything. I just have summoner to sit there and, and spam blood packs because that's how I got all my Ionics because that's that's how cool my R15 Ionics are. And that's literally how summoners are. You can't really find a summoner to do anything beyond that. And that's just summoner. You can't find a puppet master that can do anything besides overdrive and AFK for their V0 clears. You can't find any of these things for any purpose whatsoever. So if you want to puppet tank Henwin and to win multiple runs, good fucking luck because there's no community out there to facilitate people expanding outside and trying different things because when anyone can only do the bare minimum on summoner and knows nothing else, there's no community narrative for people to actually learn and get curious and expand their understanding into these things to actually play the full extent of the game because it just creates these artificial walls around everyone. And, and that's yeah. the problem with that. So back to Geo. So, I can't think of a, of a single piece of uh, quote-unquote endgame content that Geo can't be applied in Nukewise. The, the next one became, yeah, I'll just throw an acumen bubble down on my DD party and see how all that goes. And Well, first off, you probably won't be using acumen. You'll be using malaise. <laughs> yep, it was the uh, acumen. So that person probably has no idea how the damage formulas work for magic. And this was the same person every time. This is the one that said they wanted to do the melee. This is the one that said you wouldn't take it to ambuscade. They weren't the yeah. one that asked what the Geo actually expected to do because I guess they I wonder if they've actually one. played Geo. Uh, I guess they have. So, the, you know, so you have that. And it's like, hold on. First of all, this isn't a real situation. So now you're narrowing a specific situation to invalidate something. Not in you're a straw man the shit out yeah, of Yeah, you're straw man in the conversation at this point. You're you're not genuinely approaching it from from you know an earnest attempt to discuss it. You're just trying to dispel it. So this is the but. So you start undercutting it. But I wouldn't throw the bubble down, but you wouldn't take it to ambuscade, but I'd rather melee. Yeah, you nuke, but and then the other one was this one was my favorite one I kept singling out in the conversation. But yeah, you're not gonna be buffed up on Geo anyway for nuking most of the time. And I said to them, I go, really? Geo's the job that provides the most nuking, you know, buffs itself to do this. So that's when they yeah. went to, you went through the acumen bubble down in your party, which, <laughs> but it's like, you're telling me, you might. You, what, you need the etudes? What other nuking? You need the, the small wizards roll? There's no other nuking buffs that, you know, that's why Geo's so important for these AWP Last I checked, cores, rangers, sams, and ninjas all really, really, really like those magic bubbles. 
Yeah, Ninja, Sam, Core, and that says you can use Hotshot and too. Ranger. And yeah, Ranger. that's what I'm talking about. But also, like if you're skill training any different elements, you have Farsha. You have you have other options here too to bring Cataclysm. out Cataclysm, uh, Vito here. Like you have other options to do skill chains with that are magical. So depending on what you're fighting, yeah, you absolutely could throw down a malaise bubble, not an Ackerman because you're gonna need like maybe a, a, a most of the time malaise is gonna else. be stronger. Fear, yeah, yeah, malaise should be stronger, pretty much every even time when because it, you're, even you're when lowering the dominator of the, of the multiple. Yeah. Yeah, even when it's nerfed, your malaise is usually going to be stronger because it's just so important to lower the denominator. Even even like an mm-hmm. Ongo, everyone's like, "Oh, but the buff bubbles are nerfed." So, but no, you're, you're lowering the denominator. There's like it's acumen. Acumen raises the numerator. Malaise even weakens, lowers the denominator, in, in a way that it doesn't translate for the damage equation the same way that frailty is weakened and not as good because yeah. you can get the extra attack. It's calculated different. It's, We're working with much larger numbers when it comes to physical attack. Yes. Oh, magic is magic runs off of a small number system, which is cool. Uh, it means it's really exploitable when you can get large numbers out of the magic side of it. But it a lot of times it gets overlooked because people are like negative sixteen magic defense bonus. That's ass. And a lot of the time, but too, then they don't realize the mob only has a hundred to begin with. Typical magic defense uh, bonus is about a hundred. Yes. Um, so yeah. Uh, and when you're using just the bubble on Idris alone, if you're not having reduced potency, it's like minus 45 so it's almost half of the magic defense of the mob gone without any sort of yeah. special bubbles it's, it's ridiculous for that part of the multiplier and here's the thing about geo damage too i don't really get when people say that geo can't nuke because i nuke in all the content i've ever gone on geo for uh let's put it this way like when i'm doing dynamis um wave one when the when those skill chains are going off i'm doing cap damage tier fives along with them uh that's cool but no one's um well, people do. Are you about the statue? The statue. Um, yeah, the statue at the end, or, or when people don't suck, you know, uh, and those kinds of situations. Yeah, and M's and M's explode if you apply magic damage to it. Like zerging them with with regular weapon skills is so dumb by comparison. Yeah, um, it's it, they are way faster. You can't to kill. find a geo to even do these things. Like when you're even because like, nobody tries. Yeah, yeah, because they hear this shit that the people go on about, and they're like, "Oh, you can't nuke on geo." I am living proof that you can nuke on geo. That's what I'm trying to explain. And I don't know from experience, you can use it in all content. Like you can nuke the wave three boss. In fact, you probably should. It, if, if you're in dynamis on wave three and people are like popping off with all sorts of crazy weapon skills. Yes, you will have to try to time it. But the cool thing is, is you cast pretty quickly on the job. And even if you want to use raw spells, those are pretty quick too. And you can usually sneak it in. If you can see a pattern in which people are doing their weapon skills. You and if you see a constant a skill chain going off too, if you keep spamming when it's up, eventually you will magic burst as well. Yeah. Like we look at, we look at Odyssey, right? Sure. The black mage definitely is the star of the show on something like Ongo. Like you're going to do cap damage. You're going to do like 60, 70 K burst, stuff like that. But if you are nuking properly and not nerfing your black mage, you're nuking during rake and you can still pop off 50 or, you know, 40 to 50 K magic bursts on geo. You can still hit 20 K magic bursts. Even if you hit the resist wall, and you just have to have a geo. That means a damn. It depends a lot on your mash level for the extra int to make sure you're yeah. able to hit that damage. That's it why does, the mash yeah. level is important too. But you know, it's this whole thing. And I got back basically for putting up a protest and making fun of like, Oh, I'm sorry. Geo is the job that can't provide its own magic buffs to do nuke damage. I'm sorry. I forgot. I got like, oh, you're just being purposely obtuse about this whole thing. 
It's like, no, you just don't get it. You're the one who's being dense. I'm not being obtuse. I'm pointing out something and you're just trying to pretend that you, you can, like they'd rather melee on Geo well, because it's, it just feels so much more comfortable to just auto attack and spam weapon skills and not have to think or do anything or pay attention and just spam like every other smooth brain. Well, what ends up happening is is once they accept this, then that means they now have to put in even more work into a job they've already made up their minds they don't like to play. And they have to also go through admitting that there's more to it than they've considered and they don't want to have to be forced yeah. to accept something. So they just say no and go, but, but, but. So it starts off with you acknowledge a basic premise that someone has that, that, that you know no one disagrees with because it's just a plain fact. And you start trying to make up whatever you can to undercut it. Be like, yeah, but you just, you're just not going to work that way. And it's just, it's just not true. Yeah. Like recently we had applied black mage to all sorts of crazy shit. There's no reason you can't apply geo to almost the same things. Yeah. It does basically the same thing at one tier less of nukes. Like, so what if you get tier five instead of tier six? Would you like, rather be the black mage that has no geo debuffs on something to nuke? Or would you yeah, rather be the geo exactly. applying your own debuffs to nuke something versus the black mage with none? I mean, if it's a choice and, between those two things, I know I've made up a butt here, but if the choice between those two things, that's a rather common occurrence going to be, you don't have a geo with you on black mage. If it's between those two things, would you rather have malaise and nuke as a geo or would you rather just be the black mage? And on trivial content, like black mage and geo both hit cap damage at tier four and lower. Like you can probably hit tier three sometimes, but tier four, tier five nukes, those easily cap damage. So in our AOE burns too, a big thing you see on the forums of auction house, because we're going to punch down here, is just oh taking Geo to do Earth Crusher spam. Oh yeah. And Geo's on a job that gets the occult acumen like a black mage does to make them You have effective. to melee. Yeah, you'd have to it's melee awful. and 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 just you're not getting TP gain the same way. So what you do, Fox, in our groups, is I you spam just Roz. You just spam Roz. And, spam Ross whole time. And best you, DOT. you will do a lot of damage. You were doing 15 plus 16% of the parse between a core spamming a low on edge and two black mages That's... spamming cataclysm. As the fourth person, you were doing, you're putting all these buffs and also just spamming nukes on like 60, 70 mobs, which reduces the potency of AoE nukes for those who don't know. And it's yeah. just, it's just, you're spamming for 16% of the parse by just AoEing 80 mobs around you. Yeah. And what's kind of not genuine about that statement is i'm also holding back because i'm pulling hate and dying on geo we actually have a running joke that i'm going to die in every single party for aoe when i'm on geo because i pull hate and die whoa he's halfway yeah. there whoa nuking yeah, you have to on think. a prayer like those nukes are very fast they hit everything around you and they have fast recasts as long as you have like the appropriate amount of haste and everything so you're you're basically you basically have like one of the strongest dots in the game as long as you keep doing that and a lot of people are like well how do you perpetuate it just get a fucking savior code hard a it's this piece of gear that's like super easy to get from meebles and once you get it your nukes are free it's the same thing as the black mage af body yeah it's same as black mage af body but like scholar and geo can wear it and the cool thing about raw threes is they do so much damage that those nukes are always free Needs a cure or he'll die, yeah. I swear. Whoa. Oh, yeah. And I may not be doing as much damage as the uh, as like the black mages are, but it's it's still there. And uh, my parse would be higher, but I have to throttle back. It's not like I'd be higher than the black mages. Like, don't misunderstand me. But it would probably be probably about 5% higher. But I'm just going to die if I do that. I have to hold back. And it's, it's pretty fucking crazy. Um that uh that that kind of dot is like that impactful 
So don't think about it as like your raw individual nukes. I know everyone loves to see big numbers. Think about it as like what kind of like damage over time you can add to something like that. It's the crawler's nest. And our Geo, he dies. He's nuking, yeah. dead or alive. I do 5 to 10k damage per second. That's a lot for someone who wouldn't be able to get TP fast enough to do reasonable enough mm-hmm. Earth Crusher spam. Completely for free. Um, Bubble's still relatively safe because I'm constantly popping back into my idle set. I don't have to worry about a, a melee set where they're going to get destroyed by Earth Pounders and Wild Rages and stuff. But just don't pull yeah. scorpions. Well, you got to get extra points. Man. No, you need well, to pull you, scorpions. You pull, everything, you, wanna, yeah. you pull like 100 mobs and have a good time. Yeah, yeah you pull everything you can to get as many points you can because it adds up very quickly. And yeah, I mean, sure, you, you might get a um, a better parse out of doing like earth crushers and stuff, but it's not as synergistic to the job. Like you can do more things. Um, I personally like to go sub black mage to those parties so that I can help sleep. But honestly, I'm probably going to be going sub scholar or sub white mage from now on just so I can either cure myself or just be more meaningful because if you have two black mages there you really don't need other people sleeping it just doesn't really so here's the problem too though with earth crusher the crawlers there the apex um apex your rook uh, but whatever the color colors are yeah yeah well i got it right here it's on the wiki actually now uh worker lug crawlers lug crawlers uh night crawlers uh, just so i can get the actual resistance values yeah so we pull the rumble ones next to that room because we camp in the corner it is 30% earth, so your earth crushers are doing minus 70% damage to the crawlers, and there's a lot of crawlers yeah. in there. So it's not, honestly, for, you may be able to do more damage to, like, the my clears that you can't use, um, you know, dark, dark damage on. on, but you're just not, it's just, I, I'm fine with the geo nuking. It's effective in all situations. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you just don't nuke stone. Like, you can also reasonably a- approach, like, your best three nukes because you can cycle them. Yeah. By the time they're up. I mean, even if you could show a parse of like, oh, you do 10% more spamming AOE weapon skills on, on Geo. I mean, does it matter? Yeah, shit's dying. It's better than just standing there, too. The only argument at that point would be that um, the Geo is not pulling hate with the weapon skills. But just yeah. the, the low occult acumen or non-existent. It's just the, the meleeing on Geo is really... Even with, like, as a black mage who's meleeing while also using occult acumen... It just does not feel great to melee, even as a black mage with <laughs> Naomi double attack R25. And well, that's why you got to make a Livetane, right? Yeah, yeah. But are you going to bring Tup Samadhi on your your skull? On your, uh, oh, no, I no. have actually considered making Tup Samadhi now that my eyes have been opened to Livetane. Because you can't like bring your Idris in, in AoE. Um, I actually, if I were to ever actually afterglow my Idris, I might actually nuke in it so to keep my bubble even more safe. Like right now, I switched to Bunzi. Um, but if I had like afterglow at R15 for Idris, I, I would probably use that just to keep the bubble alive because your guys's damage makes is, is more important than mine, even though I provide DOT, you know, you still have to consider that as Geo. That's the argument for the Geo melee set, man. Idris. Yeah, it, it is. And it's it's pretty good. Honestly, I've I've used it, but there are a lot of huge flaws in it. And like your bubble doesn't stay as safe. That's for certain. Um you still have to meet melee checks in gear that was not designed for it. Like yeah. there's, there's all sorts of stuff without Gazoo bracelets and food in there. I'm using an omelet for defense and accuracy without those things on black mage, even at master level 34, I hit 34 now. So yeah. highest job still getting close to 40. Not really. Yeah. I, I use really, really far away away, but 
in my melee set on Geo, I use R25 Agus and uh, Gazu Bracelet, and I even use Blistering Salad for more double attack. The axe like, is I've, so bad on Blistering Salad, though. It's like 53. The Soleil. What, for Blistering? I don't know. Let me check this. Yeah. It's, it's high. It's really high. Oh, because the Augment's like 40 or something? The Augment's huge. Yeah. It's just like the Gazu Bracelets. But yeah, I wear those, and then I wear um, Wait, why Agus and all this. Over, um, 50 accuracy. So it's the extra 10 over... Uh, over in the army, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's just because you really you do miss on these jobs in melee. It's a pretty big problem for anything that matters. Yeah, and I'm using aftermath anyway, so it's less pronounced to not have the double attack. So if you're fighting the the, the garbage mobs and not fighting rumble crawlers or anything, or the beetle doesn't have its evasion bonus on, you can hit on geo and stuff. You can. Oh yeah. But if that if you're fighting anything that matters, uh, like I pull rumbles, I pull the the. the you still want like Like if I pull a helmelytra, you're not hitting it on geo. No. You're going to miss exactly. that. Now, without even having the the stupid uh, evasion. Yeah, like, you you'd, you'd have you'd have to torpor. You'd have to torpor that mob. And if you're torporing that mob, you're low. You're kind of you defeating the purpose it. of. There's, there's no the torporing is not going to happen. Well, that's exactly my point. Is you're defeating the purpose of the AOE party. Well, you should throw an acumen bubble down, Fox, and see what happens. I use Malay's haste because we don't use a bard in these parties. I have to you use. You don't haste. need a bard in this parties. That's true. Yeah. A bard is only nice um, so that I can use acumen malaise because when they're stacked together, it's great. But yeah, I, I use malaise because malaise I like is how, just better. I like how when we asked for Gallant's roll today, Hayaz like, what is that roll? He was fucking with you. I know, I know, I know he was. That's the whole point. But he says that for a reason because no one ever asked for Gallant's roll. Right. It's There's no other reason to use anything else. And like, what are you going to use? Wizard's roll? It's garbage. There's no reason to use Wizard's roll. Yeah, a slight magic attack bonus when you have a fucking Geo sitting right there. Yeah, the, the, the Gallant's role is so much more important in these AoE parties in the Crawler's Oh, yeah. Keeps people alive. As someone who constantly dies, it helps. Corsairs and Gallant's role. The amount of times I've been saved at, like, sub-500 HP is real. You got saved at 100 HP today. I did get saved at 100 HP, it's true. Oh, man, I was fucked. But on Black Mage meleeing, I'm at like with the Gallant's roll on, uh, with the Paladin in the party and stuff. I think it was hitting around 2,400 defense with the food. That's pretty good for mm-hmm. a Black Mage. It is, yeah. And that's and I could go higher. I'm more like Gazu bracelets and stuff that don't have defense. They're augmented unity bracelets. They have nothing. I mean, they have something, but it's it's low. Yeah, you're at least having the mobs beat if at that uh, at that much defense probably for an Apex party. Yeah, I'd imagine they probably don't go much higher than 12, 1300 attack. Maybe the scorpions are probably a little higher. The damage difference between having... If you have like a scholar healing and have failing on at that point, you're able to really... Uh, you can pull as a black mage at that point. Assuming you run oh, yeah. in front of the mobs or use mono wall when it gets dicey, but with phalanx and enough defense on black mage and shit, you can still pull. Oh, yeah. I think that's the thing that confuses people too when they, they do things like Shulsee or whatever. They don't understand that it doesn't matter if you have Apple Tree on or Birkgang on. If you don't have the defense to lower the mob's p-diff enough that your phalanx covers the difference of the vast majority or all of it, then you're in trouble. Yeah, um, not one person I went with today when I did that Odyssey run had even considered uh, Night Spin. You don't see it the The one guy that jumped onto Discord was like complaining that the bard didn't have five songs, and I was like, "Well, it really doesn't matter. Most people fuck up with the last songs you're going to be anyway, four and five. You don't, you don't and need the extra, you know, valid. Yeah, the, the, the guy, songs. the guy was starting to talk like he needed the attack or something. He's like, "Well, the damage could be so much higher." I'm like, "No, that's not our problem. <laughs> our problem is that uh, we are we are dying." And <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you say that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty cavalier when it comes to talking to people. Um, 
The problem is that we're dying. And, right now, uh, we are sucking, if you haven't noticed. We're failing, yes. But uh, a lot of it's because we just don't have the planning. It's not necessarily that people suck. It's just we just don't have the planning there. And um, I, I, what I told the guys, I, I go, dude, when, I, when I'm playing Bard, that fifth song from me is always Knight's Men 5. And then I put a Knight's Men 4 on the tank as well. And like, obviously, I had neither of those mins. I had an accuracy song. Oh, no, like two no, marches. no. You should never need an accuracy song in there, really. Yeah, I had an attack. That's and like accuracy a Bard needs on the fourth floor. Well, I mean, he he seemed like he was a new Bard. So I wasn't really going to like come down on him too hard. Uh, it was probably So he's fine. missing a fifth song and he's using Madrigal. Yeah, I mean, people got to start somewhere. Yeah, right? you're correct. I, I you're you're correct. But, but. The fact I that, was just the fact that there's their problem to is the fifth song instead of the Madrigal. It does like the fifth song's irrelevant. Yeah. They're not, the point they should be pointing at the buff the they guys, have, not the lack of the extra one. Yeah, the, the guy is pointing out buffs that he doesn't understand, he doesn't need, and doesn't know that he needs other buffs. And like no one in this party could identify this, and that's kind of a, a big problem. Well, there's no guide on it. It's true. I haven't gone back but, um, to the suck less guide. One day I will turn to the suck less guide. To be honest, if I had had two Knightsmen's, I might not have died, actually. Probably not. Yeah, I mean, my, my basically my family's got dispelled. Bit of an issue. I, I think I said that before. Not in this but, um, thing. When you mentioned it before, off before. Yeah, this, but yeah. basically, I, I pulled Lamia, and the very first thing the Chantress does is it uh, it, it dispelled me with uh, finale. Finale, yeah. That and was of your course, finale. Phalanx. Yeah, it his phalanx, of course. Of course, out of every um, buff he got on. Yeah, could take your course, magic I, I'm being lazy, so I mean, I don't have the presence of mind to hit invincible and. You know, if I had had those extra Knightsmen's, I probably wouldn't have gotten splattered there. I think that part of the laziness comes from the overall atmosphere created by the group of no one caring or speaking up. And like, it just creates this like laissez-faire, eh, whatever, we're just going to go fly it, see what happens. Like, instead of yeah. the paying attention or anything of that nature, it creates this um, this laid-back atmosphere of, of apathy. And that those things happen. Yeah. Like, like, you may be like, I'm just being lazy, but that's because the whole group is putting off that, that MO, and it just, like drags everyone backwards into that hole of just like eh, whatever let's just go see what happens sometimes you can see the inexperience too like like of course i show up i've got a bird gang on like they don't really have a lot of stuff going on and this is not against them it's the only way i can i can describe this so like when you see your tank show up and they got like a bird gang and they show up and pull stuff and they're all taking zero it's like well maybe i don't need to focus on him so much and this is like from the 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 new the newer support side of things, it's like, well, maybe I don't need to give this any mind, and that's not actually true. Like there there are situations like where you pull the halo and the mobs are slightly stronger, and maybe you have to worry about dispels and stuff to where that may actually come up. So just because the tank's getting hit for zero does not mean the tank is adequately buffed because that's only going to get harder as you progress up in floors. So that's, that's something I see I see people miss, and I just watched them miss earlier today. It's just a sign of like new people not understanding that but so, i think if more people got to see this and got to see the why behind it maybe they would like change their their behaviors and, and habits and stuff maybe. speaking of behaviors know. and habits stop hitting your desk no <laughs> so you're not my real dad so something i've noticed in pugs because you're starting to trust again fox and I, that's you know good on you for actually, actually i think it's just a lack of fox man well like, i just kind of want to go i just kind of want to go get a cheeseburger you know <laughs> You know, sometimes I just want to watch the peep show, and even though the the bitch inside is <laughs> is cellulite ridden and disgusting, sometimes you just Probably like pregnant. Yeah, I'll put another yeah. quarter in the in the peep show. For those who haven't seen the peep, really show, helps me. Really Amsterdam. helps me appreciate. I they closed on that last peep show in Amsterdam. By the way, I, I went to Aww. it 
before it was uh i think around covid time they'd closed it for good it was like the last one in amsterdam and let me say the women they had in there they were not lookers they were uh, a cottage cheese is putting it mildly Uh uh-oh but uh if you've ever wondered what it's like to put a quarter in a in a hole and and watch someone on a bed spin around with with cellulite everywhere and then look at this woman and make your heart like hands it a little bit of heart and she smiles because no one treats her nicely and you're like yeah yeah this woman's on a bed and she's disgusting and i just gave her a heart thing eh, let's everyone have a good day bye bye then that's you know that's what it's like to be in these pug groups that is the equivalent <laughs> these these pug groups are a peep show at best and not a good one that's fine though like i my objective is not to like judge people when i join these groups now i just kind of want to observe it and Fox. see what they're I want to see what their problems are like like when it comes to approaching things because I don't know why people struggle at stuff and it's not from like a stance of arrogance it's just I've figured it out and I haven't I guess I haven't done a good enough job trying to share how it's, that's it's changed it can be I mean there it, it could be it could be ignorance and like it can I don't know ignorance sometimes implies that that it's willful I don't think it's always willful. I think I sometimes think people just don't know the difference. That's why there's, there's a difference between ignorance and willful ignorance. There's there's a distinction yeah. people use willful ignorance all the time. It, it's it, ignorance is just the lack of of, of knowledge. I feel something. like it's not, when people say ignorance, a lot of the time it's implied though. That's just my take. Ignorance on it. in the common vernacular is usually used as a a put down of someone's ignorant. Or uh, yeah, if we want to go back to South Park here for a second, not that we ever went there today, oh, no. but. That's that's so ignorant. That's, that's stop it. That's that's so ignorant. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I saw a, a comic today while we were came back from the blueberry picking thing, and he's like, "Man, I unsubscribe from HBO because when I was a kid, Michael Jackson was the coolest thing, and they made this documentary. And it's like, if you listen to Michael Jackson's music after that, you're a piece of shit. This is the Bill Burr's <laughs> thing, and he's like, oh. he's like." So I canceled my HBO subscription because I'm still listening to that music. And, and you know, because I don't want to know and I'm not going to know. So, you know, he may have ruined your childhood. You're not going to ruin my childhood. Wow. I, did, I did a horrible job telling that joke, but it was like he may, have, he may have molested people and ruined their childhoods, but he's not going to ruin my childhood by making me not enjoy this music I grew up with. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't I can't do that thing where people hate on like the musician and can't separate. Like, I don't the musician's care. Actions. I really don't yeah, care. I can't. I don't either. I think we've talked about this on like a really old podcast. Marilyn Manson, I think, was yeah. The, the Manson topic. was definitely the topic of that. I, I, I love Manson's music, and I'll I'll enjoy the fuck out of it even more. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about what he does in his free time. I don't I don't care if he you know Fifty Shades of grade that bitch up with the original Charlie <laughs> Hunnam cast. I don't you know. It's only hot until someone gets hurt. Like they're like, oh, he's a monster. How could you? It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, Everyone's geez. a monster. Get the fuck out of here. That's like if you don't if, the whole thing to enjoy about his music and the lyrics he writes besides the the brilliant way he plays off certain words and, and uses double entendres, which I, I love the, the the wordplay is what what gets me off the most. It's just brilliant wordplay. Uh, cut your wrists like cheap coupons. It's just it's just it's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, oh, man. But just if, if you don't get the whole point about, you know, the whole thing is like people are monsters. That doesn't mean he's not a monster either. And it doesn't mean that the people who are sitting there judging aren't monsters themselves in different ways. And I really don't yeah. know. Like, like I don't care that he's bad. Like I just don't, I don't listen to the music matter. because of his positions or that he's a, he's a monster. Like I, if Billy Jean comes on from Michael Jackson, I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of that song. I, I don't care. Yeah. Like the song's not molesting me. I'm not supporting exactly. him by listening to it. 
by not buying it and just listening to it for free because I didn't buy the Michael Jackson music. I'm not supporting them. I don't care. Billie Jean has some really good covers, too. It's not my girl. Just saying. Just saying. I, I remember being in Budapest in the in the 80s, 90s club, and Billie Jean was on. And I'm like, oh, yes. How did you know that I want to be stupid? Boom. Boom. If you've ever been there, it's next to the Commies Museum. It's really nice. good. They have like a giant um, screen that they play the music video for the song on, too. That's cool. Two-level club. It's like a big uh, square. Anyway, so as far as pugs go, I've had similar experiences when I make an ambuscade or something. If I say nothing and invite people and just queue up for ambuscade, we'll go in. And and the only thing that might happen is the bard or geo or someone, maybe the Corsair, might ask, what buffs do you want? That might be it. Otherwise, no one's... Which is kind of nice, honestly, because... If you don't know, you might as well try to see if someone knows. Generally, the the problem is, is you don't know if the next person's going to know what you should use. Generally, they just default to something. So if you need something or not, if you need a madrigal for some ambuscade or some weird thing, then they're just. I hate to say it. I actually don't hate to say it, but what's going to suck to hear for for some people is that when you're a buffer job like that, you should probably know how the buffing mechanics in the game work. That's how I feel about it. It's so, pretty important that a bard knows how a PDF works. So similar to your laissez-faire nonsense, they just don't say a goddamn thing. There's nothing happens. So I'll give a light strategy of like the most basic proportions. I'll say, okay, use these buffs and do this. And then I'll go, anyone have any questions? Usually no one asks any questions. And then mm-hmm. we'll go in and no one cared, no one asked, and I'll be like, everyone okay? Everyone know what's going on? Da, da, da. And I'll just giving more complex descriptions wouldn't have mattered because we'll go in we'll fail because someone wasn't doing anything and they'll be pointing out like corsair why are you standing there doing nothing bard would you like to dispel this mob would you like to do anything why are you also standing there doing nothing white mage <laughs> please use these bar spells instead of nothing like we like after it falls apart and fails and you can point out the 10 million different things going on then people start actually speaking up a little bit because like they they just realize that they don't know what the fuck they're doing and man people need to learn how to uh, same vein People need to learn how to turn their the lens for their uh, their criticisms inward, because like the 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 dude the dude who is like criticizing the bard for not having enough songs and <laughs> the white mage for not having enough gear that dude was on warrior right all he was doing was savage blading he tried to walk around the melee skeleton group oh, no. when we got there oh, no. and I just pulled it and he was like go around and I just pulled him and I'm like I, I in my head I'm thinking why the hell does a warrior want to skip melee skeletons you're about to destroy <laughs> doesn't the have dude. a club. Didn't have club. Oh, it was just savage blading him. So I was sitting there spamming banish to help remove the SDT, and uh, yeah, just it, it was it was a terrible pull because only the Dark Knight that was there actually had the club he was supposed to be using. That's rough. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was pretty crazy. Like it didn't even occur to me that the dude would not have the right weapon. What, what's easier I'm, to get a fifth song on Bard or to have a fucking weapon you're supposed to have on a warrior. That's not a special yeah. unlock. It's just an average weapon you can pick up. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't understand how, how someone can try to like, well, I can't understand, but like, like why would you try to like blame other people when you're like just as guilty of doing something that's kind of meh for this party too. So about that mental health episode. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like I, just, just kind of like understand your role in in the giant cog machine here. Like and you're I know, also probably failing. And I know I speak with a great arrogance oftentimes when I say, Bard, why are you standing there? And 
<laughs> Why are you standing there? It's because they fucking do it. They just stand. Yeah, like, like they a do fucking just stand there a lot. Like a fucking you know paraplegic, just just off there and fucking la la shell shock. What happened to your land. legs? I have battle fatigue. I can't take my weapon out. Battle fatigue. <laughs> I have post-traumatic shell shock syndrome. I just can't experience the combat. It's too much. So... I sang the song of my people, and I'm just still so taken away by the movement. I'm cl- I'm crying into my flute. Can't you see? No, that's me. So that's me when I play. Barbie. I know I speak with a great arrogance of like you know why is this person doing this? Da, da, da. And it's because step up to the plate. It's not just arrogance on my part. If I'm asking something unreasonable. That's different than just being like like people look at arrogance and they say it's like this 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 malignant trait that should be avoided. No, it goes hand in hand with confidence and assertion and stepping up to the plate and getting things done. There's a certain extent to it where it can become absolutely overbearing. I don't know if I tread that line well enough, but it's just like people don't step up to the plate. And it's really fair at that point to be arrogant and say, like, what the fuck? Just can you guys not suck, please? You know, and then you have to, you have to go beyond saying not suck. You have to actually provide. You have to know. You can't yeah, be like the trying to be a little constructive. You have to be. You have to be constructive at that point when you do that. If you're willing to go to that point and you want any level of success and not just to be a, a an angry, shitty person, you have to go beyond. You know, either leave the group at that point or say that and step up because there's people that just say shit and stay. But anyway, like you, you should be able to be constructive. Like I usually tell my group to not suck when we suck because they should know, they should know better. Exactly. That's the point. But when like random, like pug stuff starts happening, people start to suck. You shouldn't be like, Oh man, this guy sucks. Cause chances are you probably suck too. I've besides making a tongue in cheek comment. Usually the person does this, does suck actually. But I think a tongue in cheek comment about like, wow, this is like, I, I, like I had someone, Oh man, they, they they were yelling for Shoal C and I checked them because they were sitting there on pup and they yelled like, oh no, Spicy Ryan checked me in their yell or some nonsense. And I said, I, my eyes oh, could man. barely handle the first time. So, but like besides making comments like that, when I've been in these parties and pugs, I've never actually had a time where like, uh, I've checked people who want to come and say, you know, you're not coming. You're not, you're not, you're not at a certain level to come. You're not prepared for this content. You're not ready for this. I don't, I don't think that you're going to be uh, you know the person to come to this party sorry you're not you're not gonna be a, a worthwhile contribution to what we're expecting and what we want to have happen here and that that's that's 100 percent fair and that's that's the right way to do that in my opinion that's that's not being unkind that's being truthful but i've never sat there and been like wow you really suck why don't you suck less i've never said in a party I've, I've i've said things like uh you know you're, you're not doing great and if you just change to this it'd be better could i be softer and say you know actually if you're interested in doing better, it would be more uh, advantageous if you engaged in the fight in this manner. Sure, you could really softball it as much as you but want. If but if people could demonstrate that they'll actually learn, then yeah, maybe yeah. you could take that approach. Yeah, it, you can softball Clearly it doesn't want, work. But as, as long as you're not being just a put down for the sake of a put down and you add something to it, then being arrogant yes. in that case, I think, is absolutely justified and fair. Yeah, you should be constructive. Otherwise, you're just bitching for no reason. Yes. And while it is fun to momentarily bitch for a second and get that, just that release for a second, once it's over, it's like a post-nut clarity and you're just left with the regret of your, your, your situation that exists as it currently is. Yeah, man. That was probably one of the best uses for post-nut clarity that I've heard this week. <laughs> well, you've heard more this week. Go on and shit. I have, actually. I, it was it was like nothing statements. But yeah, it's uh, it's not yeah. the first time this week I heard it. It gets used and abused, but if you use post nut clarity in the proper context, it's 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 a gem. Yeah, exactly. 
I feel bad for any woman that has not experienced post-nut clarity. It's unfortunate. It is. It's the one tool be, man has to reason. It's the five minutes a man gets to reason, and that's it. That's right. Afterwards, all of the logic in the world changes. Oh, man. So, speaking of stuff we're not talking about, I have a segment here to go into, Fox. Oh, yeah? What's that? So, if I go to the podcast now. We can't talk about the damn clowns. Oh, 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 the clowns. Oh, shit. Oh, I, I wish I hadn't said that. anything now. Oh, no. So, look out, guys. Worst threat of the week. What have I done? I'm so sorry. So, I wasn't going to say anything besides a passing comment. And here, I, a couple days ago, I wrote, um, da, 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 da. 15 second tongue in cheek comment not to panic, but someone with a clown avatar is upvoting posts on auctionhouse.com. Period. That was going to be the whole thing. That was it. However, it is now Carrot said that she misses the worst threat of the week. I said I wanted to be more positive. Da, da, da. We're focusing too much on these negative things. You know, I'm a negative person in general, so maybe blunting certain aspects to stay as negative, but not making everything negative be better. However, Carrot misses it. So, worst threat of the week. Dude liking, uh, like quotes liking, end quote, because got to add some sass. Every post with a clown avatar. This is where we're at as a society. This, this, is, this is the game community, man. This is how we're preparing for sortie. So Dat Goose, D-A-T Goose, who is uh, someone on Asura whose page says, I'm here to do nothing constructive at all or whatever, I believe it was has a alternative account that's just an obnoxious clown avatar, like cartoonish clown. And they've been going around for quite a while, liking everyone's posts. And if you like something on Auction House, your little avatar shows up in the bottom behind it, like below your post, so you can see a clown is liking all that you do. And I don't know about you, but sending the clowns, and this is... There's even there's even now a copycat clown because this is this is grown to be a thing. So yes, I see this. Like Blue Spoons one has typo negative. Some some copy typo negative. It says T Y P O N G T I V typo negative. Who is this? It's Petion of Bahamut. Okay. So this is I guess is their their alternative account. So now the clowns are taking over auction house. So it's someone. Someone was very upset and said, he's clearly not here to be productive or anything but a troll. Can you remove his ability to do this? Every post in the dev tracker thread has him, quote, end quote, liking it, dot, dot, dot. First thing I thought of is, isn't this a player warning? Like, shouldn't this guy get banned for trying to do this? Hey, when this happened, I waited a day and then I sent Rooks a message of just a clown gif on uh... a... <laughs> on uh, like the little clown thing that you can use to like posts on discord i just sent rook something with a clown and he sent me back a question mark and then i linked him the thread and he all, really should ban you yeah. or block you completely <laughs> and all i got back from him at their i sent the dude liking every post of the clown avatar all i got back from him was dot 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 yeah i told him it's old school auction house up in this bitch <laughs> oh papa rooks oh man Maybe one day Rooks will come on. Maybe. He doesn't have something to talk about besides how he's disappointed to be my parent. Yeah, exactly. But yes, that's that's the worst threat of the week. Uh, the greatest part of that was the absolute maniacal diatribe that um, Surge went on in that place. His, his account there's not Surge, but I just know that Surge. It's, is it's on account. page two. You can't yeah. miss it. You can't miss it. It's three walls of text that are absolutely the most ridiculous. I thought first it was copy-pasted from a movie or something, a script, and he just replaced 
the person's name with Taraj everywhere. And it is just this this ultimate diatribe of... Well, let, me, let me find a little excerpt here. It's just so ridiculous. If you can even follow the wall text there. This is what we've become. There's no emails this week, but I've just about McFucking had it, Fox, with these clowns. Um, Fucking man. That's the old Ronald McDonald. Jinx says, it's so nice to see the community come together. This is, this is peak auction house. This is how auction house was in like 2010, 11, 2009. It's good to see people uh, maintain their age. Yes. Okay, so I'm here we go. Man. Yeah. Should we take the dude lolly part? I need a palate cleanser of some kind. Mm-mm-mm. Better get some more of that whatever you have. You had a Coke Zero. It's not a palate cleanser. It's just Coke Zero. How about some Portuguese red wine? You know, I would actually take a Portuguese red wine right now. Let me begin by saying his Quisquilla snow jobs can be quite educational. By studying them, students can observe firsthand the consequences of having a mind consumed with paranoia, fear, hatred, and ignorance. A word to the wise, colon, or <laughs> Taraj contends with the peak of fashion is to reward mediocrity. As you can no doubt determine from comments like that, facts and Taraj are like oil and water. I have a t-shirt emblazoned with the following inscription. Taraj's <laughs> squadristy... <laughs> Champion the forces of goodness against the greed of unpatriotic. Oh no, squadrist! It's hard to even read this. It's so paragraphy. Squadristy are the worst that humanity has to offer. I like to wear that T-shirt to make the point about how I have a number of sound ideas for how to champion the forces of goodness against the greed of unpatriotic raucous finks. <laughs> and then it goes need to say, if you agree, read on. Isn't that raucous? I'm sure, it's raucous. Rockus oh, raucous! Oh, <laughs> there's so don't many worry, words. Man. You don't... Until I was like eight years old, I thought that uh, C apostrophe M O N was Simon <laughs> when I read it in books, and then I realized it was come on when I heard someone say it aloud. And I had that aha moment. That, that, that's eight year old Fox uh, becoming literate. By the way, it was Simon. I always pronounced it as Simon. Yeah. So a raucous is not. So it's a ruckus. Yeah, it's ruckus. Why is the A there? I say ruckus. Anyway, I, I, I'm not used to writing out a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus? So, the, um, so I, I think ruckus and raucous are two different. Let's see. I'm pretty sure it's like... Ruckus is like C-R-U-C-K. So they're two different words. Let's see. It's basically the same thing. Ruckus is not to be confused with the phonetically similar noun ruckus, which means, quote, a noisy disturbance, end quote. Ruckus describes things that are noisy, and a ruckus is the noisy disturbance itself. I always took it as like an annoying noise, which is kind of what I was saying right there. No, that's the ruckus um, itself. The ruckus is the description of the ruckus. Making it, yeah. Yeah. So now that we've, you know, taken a rewind to dictionary.com and explained to them what ruckus means. <laughs> I'm sure everyone is smarter now. It's not It's not word of the day uh, toilet paper. It's uh, word of the podcast uh, If you agree, read on. It's a well-known fact that Taraj has gone totally doolally. Just ridiculous words in here. Dulali is another good one. I've yeah. never seen anyone say Dulali. And I've, I've heard I words people either. usually don't use because it's like a local kind of thing, but I've never heard Dulali. Yeah. At any rate, that's the worst. Thing it's it's long. Yeah, please don't. I, I couldn't even. Your diligence in this matter will benefit us no. all, including our families do and children. Don't do it. P.S. Hi, Rooks. Hope you're doing well. Dulali. Dulali. <laughs> Temporarily deranged or feeble minded. It's British informal. 
Of course. Uncle Orville's gone through lolly again. It does sound like something a British person would say. Because it's not English-American vernacular. It's probably one of those things where it's more of a swear word than, like, fuck. But it wouldn't be a swear word to us, but it is to them. Like, yeah, it isn't, like, like tosser, like, a really bad thing for them or something? Uh, I'm not sure. But doolally is slang. And the etymology of the word... Um... According to dictionary.com, originally military slang from Deolai or Deolali, a town near Mumbai, a location of military sanatorium, Hindustani tap fever, plus Hindustani tap fever. I don't know what that Hindustani tap fever is, but apparently it's associated with the British colonialism near Mumbai, India. Well, now that no one is listening anymore. <laughs> hey, we've gone 360. We've come full circle. And if you're on Geo and have full circle, you can also nuke. So, so the other that's, segment that's here is the interview. What's the interview? Oh, the interview. Yes, we are. It's like a deal. nothing interview. Did you leave that in the note? I'm pretty sure it's a yes, nothing it's, interview. It's, it's, right? it's, it's part four with yeah. Yoshitada Iwata. And the important I thing here. Read this. Uh, the important thing here is. Um. Are there some exa- there are some examples of MMORPGs with classic servers that have proven to be popular, such as World of Warcraft. Wow. 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 What would you say, wow, is the difference between those titles and Final Fantasy XI? And then it puts in a little asterisk here. World of Warcraft is an MMORPG developed and operated by Blizzard Entertainment since 2004. In case we didn't fucking know. Uh, and Matsui right. says, in the case of wow, wow, wow. The game system often under, undergoes fundamental changes when they release a new expansion. With MMORPGs like that, I can see why some people would long for the old specifications and how that might be a business opportunity. However, there are almost no major changes to that extent in Final Fantasy XI. Then the interviewer asked, when considering possible classic service Final Fantasy XI, the level 75 era comes to mind. And Matsui responds, the level 75 era, in quotes, in quotes, Certainly, because it's it's not a real, it's not an, it's not a concrete definitive time. I mean, that's that's the proper way to use that. I like how he has my stance on this. Yeah, uh, certainly lasted a long time, but I have my doubts about how many people would actually want to go back to those days. Yeah, it seems good, but it's not. The level cap was increased to ninety nine because there was a demand for more character progression to begin with. It's understandable. I, don't I agree with that. I remember that time. Well, 100%. no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that ever being a push. Like I, I remember. Oh, it was. Um, I remember people being like super surprised that they were going to do it. The game at that point was so stagnant and felt so, you know, horizontal and and stagnant that people were just kind of burning out naturally. It was really the community at that point that that feeling was palpable everywhere. It was just you could just taste it. And it was not a tasty taste. It was not a tasty cake. Tasty, tasty, tasty. So it was literally there was this feeling uh, that was becoming more pervasive in the community later on, right before this happened. You had like the 75 add-on scenarios people were paying for that were really lame. That did a good a good bit to fuel this kind of sentiment in the community where people were kind of just like, we did the Z&Ms, we have stuff, unless we want to fight Pandemonium Warden, which is like ridiculous. Like like we've done this, we have our salvage gear, we're, we're, we're kind of tired of spamming stuff, and one wants to spend the time to make a mythic weapon. Like, we don't make mythic weapons all the time now, but to make one back then was such a chore, people just didn't do it. 
People just didn't yeah, have there, them. There wasn't the raw Alexandrite in the, yeah, in just, the economy. You couldn't even make them with the amount of items that existed. So even if you wanted to, there wasn't enough items in existence to really make these weapons to the extent, obviously, we do today. But just in general, it was it was, it was was so... The Alexandrite was so funneled in the, into the game that it was hard to get enough in the first place for a weapon. And it was like a whole link shell affair. So like like people weren't making weapons. People had all like the gear from the Z&Ms. Like it was... It got to a certain point where things were really stagnant. What are you going to do? You're going to camp kings forever? It's just, there's more to do now in terms of the game. If the game felt stagnant to anyone now, that's a better stagnant feeling than it started to feel at 75 before Abyssia came out. Because people were doing endgame events. They're going to Sky for how many years? They're doing uh, just like old content, Dynamis, for how many years are we doing Dynamis? And just it just kept going and going. And the gear was so horizontal that it just was like, it was kind of like big improvements when the ZNM and stuff came out, but it's just, there was, I, I, I can't, having lived it, and I know how false one sense of memory the exact events can be, I for 100% can tell you that the game was feeling static. People were commenting Alakazam about how static the game, stagnant the game is starting to feel and become. It was a real thing. So like Matsui is 100% correct here that there was a demand for content and going further, and there's only so much you could do at 75 besides invalidate all the gear that existed. So if they're going to invalidate the gear, they might as well take a step to give themselves more breathing room. And and they did that. And, and it was, I think, a I good guess. choice. I, I just didn't see it that way as all. Like, whenever I got, I, whenever I thought things were getting stagnant, I just leveled a new job. Because, like, back then, not everyone had 75 all jobs. Most people didn't. That was a, that was incredibly rare to have, like, more than four. But it was such and, a grind to level a job that the, the act of leveling a job yeah. for a month was was just, it felt stagnant too, like, Leveling a job now is is a choice that's not nearly that long, and you it, it oh, doesn't feel yeah. Not even getting it to master, honestly. And all that old stuff is still there in the same. You know, have to keep visiting in her yard to make a myth. Like all this stuff, all nonsense is still there. So, like, the, like imagine doing, imagine waiting for people to make the boat and all this nonsense over and over again to fail the event anyway. It's like that was not the time was just like okay, guys, we had this event every week. Let's go to it. And it was just. It just was not, I'm not giving proper context to describing it, but there was, there was absolutely an attitude that things were stagnant. So anyway, he says, uh, more demand for character progression to begin with. Uh, it's understandable that some people feel nostalgic for the past, but from my point of view, as the producer, I would like to devote Final Fantasy's limited resources to enhancing the satisfaction level of the content we have today. And so they go, uh, what about you, Mr. Iwata? And Iwata goes, I guess through the same voice. Uh, looking back at an older version of the game and nostalgically remembering, quote, oh yeah, that's how things were back then, end quote, is relatable. If classic servers could be executed as a limited time event, I think it'd be a lot of fun. But if you were to ask if I'd want to keep playing in the old environment, I wouldn't be so sure. The operations team updates the game with the best of intentions, so I think the version with those updates applied would be more refined and easier to play. So basically, too, in terms of limited resources and everything, the 75 classic servers, they're not developing new content for. So the same stagnation of no updates, no nothing, would exist once again. And it may be fun for a little bit, but people are not going to hang around long term. It'd be like a Ballista event link shell. People just don't hang around long term in this, like, there's only so much you do with it. You get to start everything all over again. It's the grind. And it's like, like even if they had a snapshot of 75, it's just there's no updates happening. And if you want a seasonal event, if you want the Halloween event, someone has to go and put the effort in to update the server to have the Halloween event active. How much effort that takes, who knows? But it is a person that has to go and update the game and you down, you know, 
when you log in, it is now actually active. They have to turn it on any capacity, whatever they do. Whether it's easy or hard, I assume it's easy. But you have to have a physical person being paid now go doing that. It, it's just they're not going to start splitting people's time and resources between that. But, you know. Yeah, obviously. But everyone still still demands the classic servers because when this was posted on Twitter, there was a big uproar from the 15 people that commented on Twitter because that's how many people comment on 11 because there's not much <laughs> activity on Twitter for this game. But just everyone's like, you know, it's really unfortunate that they can't see how much of a business move this would be in a success because everyone... No, it wouldn't. Everyone, yeah, it wouldn't. So I think that people who are asking for it this vehemently don't play the game. <laughs> and if they do... I don't think they're really um, the exact market that we're looking to capture here. If if you're SC trying to make a business decision, so I think most people yeah. that want it are like on a classic server that is like a third party server that's not really the game, and they're just like, oh, I wish this was still the way it was. I just don't have an option, so I'm forced to choose this alternative. And it's just yeah, I don't marketing think marketing to us older people is actually kind of a bad move. Yeah, it's a it's a shrinking it's just... demographic. Yeah. Oh, very much so. For something that's not engaging in the time period we're in and is not going to do anything new to capture something. So even if you have a momentary return on investment in this case, your ROI over the long term is not going to take care of having... You, like, they don't have a snapshot. They have to go and develop the game back to where it was. They can't just undo the stuff we have. They'd have to go and develop the game backwards, which is... You know, everyone complains when they introduce an update of a basic thing and break everything. You have to go backwards even further to even do this but then still people still demand it'd be a great everywhere you see everyone post it'd be a great business decision if they'd made a classic server i'd sign up for that personally yeah because they're not they don't have stakes on that business yeah, decision. yeah. they have they have no idea of the costs or calculations or long-term viability of this but they insist the people, that they think and the people who say who, who also like double down and go you know what no i would fund that but they refuse to do crowdfunding well you can also just go fund these private servers too and they can do the same thing Unless you're the private servers now that had a RMT controversy. Oh, oh boy. That was a recent thing. Wow. One of the... I don't know. This is this whole thing is fucking tired. Yeah. I, I, people, I'm, they I'm won't, tired of they them even die. talking about it in these, in these interviews. They just don't need to talk about this shit. Just, they won't die. People, the, the same fanatics keep bringing up. They're like, they're like flagellants. They're like religious fanatics that just won't let it go. I guess, yeah. I, I'm just glad we don't have it because... You know, I, I put in the little comments here that you know, flagellants is very apt too because I can just see them whipping themselves with their rose-colored glasses. I'm walking around twenty-five percent slower. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm leveling for a month. <laughs> uh, it's like you this, really get that that full imagery of uh, of Monty Python and the Holy Grail there, <laughs> and that's because you know what a flagellant is. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not just the Yagodo that drops uh, the monk item for dancer or something. That's right. In the past, Yagodo flagellant. It's true. Uh, but I put in here uh, in the notes thing, I typed up super quick as a way to tie in that we could discuss the frequent fallacies associated with classic servers, such as false equivalence, circular reasoning, and rosy retrospection. But we don't have to do that. But realizing that there are fallacies applied to this and how people look at it and their own innate bias that is not even being seen, let alone considered, it's just the classic servers is a no. And if you're that for it, you're unreasonable. It's stupid, and so are you. There you go. I honestly, the only thing that I think is people can dream, right? But the only thing that I think is stupid is that they've said no very specifically and very abruptly, and yeah, people still push the issue. Now that's that's kind of dumb after the fact. 
stop stop complaining about it. It's just not going to happen. Enjoy the fact that part of your life existed. And but, just but Fox, I would vote with my dollars. Yeah, then vote with your dollars into a private server where it can actually happen at some point. Because chances are your dollars aren't enough to back what you are suggesting this uh, multi-billion dollar company is doing. So. And if private servers had the subscription fee or any subscription fee at all, frankly, I don't think they would have even the population they do now because a lot oh, of it is also dual boxing. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? So if, if they have oh, like a thousand or two thousand people at most on, which most of these servers are hundreds, not thousands, and a lot of that is multi boxing. Like we talk about how a server is nothing but multi boxers. A server still has like on an average day of the week, like 3,600 people on, which is way too many. But that, that is, even though that's people multi-boxing bots and everything everywhere you have that same problem on private servers and if they only have four five six seven hundred or maybe a thousand or so most of that and it's usually around the low hundreds for most of them if not all of them generally is uh because they always implode upon themselves and they lose that random population they've assembled always i don't really understand it's how like, not the, the private server thing can be even interesting because all someone needs to do is just make uh five black mages and a paladin and just go run and kill all the content well, it doesn't work that way because the reverse engineering just sucks so bad that you just go puppet master and kill uh, everything. No, but I guess I mean just five five time gauze is like usually enough to kill almost all content in the game. They always add these weird okay. things that didn't exist at seventy five as a way to curtail people from doing things like uh, like if the nuke wall doesn't exist in their thing, they'll like add something else ridiculous to stop people from doing stuff. They're, like they'll add like mechanics that never existed just to stop random things. Sure. Any rate, so that was that. Think of how much more productive they would be if people stopped asking them these fucking questions. Think of how productive everyone would be if they decided that. So I was going to say they just like gave up on that and just edited the wiki and had fun in real tale version because the only real version of the game that exists and things change need to accept that because think about how there were things you enjoyed as a kid. Maybe you liked watching gargoyles on Saturday morning with pop tarts or something, you know, kid shit as an adult. If you do it once, maybe, and have a Pop-Tart on Saturday morning watching Gargoyles, if you can find Gargoyles, you have to stream it or have it on VHS somewhere or some nonsense. Um, it's not going to be the same. You may have the warm fuzzies for a little bit, but you're just going to realize you're an adult pretending to be a child for a second. And, and while it may be a momentary release or something, and I haven't done this, obviously. I'm just picturing myself doing this. Uh, it's not. It's just not. No. No, it's not. You got you to step up to the plate. It's not, it's not happening. You, you can't go backwards. Like, there's things like if, if you watch something that's enjoyable, like as a kid that you watched, like some show or something, you watch as an adult now, the way that you enjoyed it and the way you think and everything, it's not the same. Like, you look at it and go, wow, I really like this, huh? It's like, it's pretty good. Some things, some things are timeless, like SpongeBob or something. It still, it holds up. But a lot of things, like if you watch like, go back to dexter's lab or something it's usually what the kids define as cringe yeah yeah if you go back to dexter's lab like we put it on randomly because it's on hbo and i'm like oh shit i haven't seen this in forever look dexter's lab we put it on and we're watching it and like the animation is just like ridiculously yeah. bright and vibrant and it's too noisy there's like all this like like noise in it everywhere like just scribbles like there's so much noise and colors and and just stuff going on like oh it's so noisy i can't even do this and we're like how did we enjoy this as a kid we were telling each other that animation always came off to me as like really lazy. It's super noisy, super janky. There's just like yeah. scribbles everywhere, tire your eyes out. Oh, yeah. But as a kid, you're just like, wow, this is great. I love Dexter's Lab. Man, my Fruity Pebbles are great. Yeah. I, as a kid, like, I, I can't, I don't like eating like 
those things anymore, like the sugary stuff. Like Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, great example. As a kid, fucking loved them. As an adult, I hate Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. It's just, it's too <laughs> disgusting now. It's too sweet. It's, too, it's, it's just not. I will, one of the few candies I will eat are actually Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. And Reese's Pieces are way too sweet too. Like you're like, Reese's oh. Pieces are also a weakness of mine. Like <laughs> if I go to the movie theater, I have to get the large slushy thing. Slushy. And, and a pack of Reese's Pieces. Fox and, and, and maybe, and maybe a shitty nachos too. A shitty, shitty nachos, nachos is up there as well. Dude, what are you, you, you rich? Get these things. It's like $70. Dude, you don't act like I went to the movie theater all the time, man. Like, if you go to the movie theater, you might as well make an outing of it, right? Yeah, man. When Fox is there watching his uh, re-release of the Clone Wars or something. <laughs> no. I'm here to watch the Phantom Menace with my nachos. My nachos, they need the Phantom Menace. Imagine as a kid enjoying Jar Jar Binks. I probably couldn't. The classic servers of this game is the enjoyment of Jar Jar Binks. That's what people are asking for now. When they say, I want classic XI, they're saying, bring back Jar Jar. I guess. That's a rosy I don't know. I, 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 think you, I think you did your, your stretches before the show. Like, it's along those lines. Jar Jar Binks is pretty bad. I know. But. Just because it's not as he was in bad. your face as a classic server. He was bad when it came out, though. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, the 75 era wasn't bad when you originally experienced it. It's just by comparison, it's bad. Hey, you know, George Lucas George said, R. Binks, always bad. George, George, George Lucas said, George George Lucas said that. Oh, it's George George, yeah. George George said that he, he took too many chances and was too bold, he thinks, with the prequels when they, he watched the original launch event. And uh, when you think about it. Derpy mascot characters, yeah, that's always bad. Describing it as too bold then is one statement. Describing all the racist stereotypes of Jar Jar Binks and the, uh, <laughs> and, and the others and that the... That they yeah. go on there. A little, uh, you know, not, not the boldest. But they had such an advanced underwater community. The Trade Federation. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be an angry comment. No, really. Let me write up a thing justifying how the classic servers would really work and why they'd be a good choice. As we see with yes. RuneScape. P.S. You never understood Star Wars. You know, I think that's a super bad take. After the R zero R R zero five out of five stock pot of being a bad take, I didn't think it get any worse. But <laughs> but now this is even worse take. Whatever. But I mean, a lot of the time, I don't even have energy to argue with these folks anymore. Just go ahead and have that opinion, dude. But yes, you're correct, Fox. But do leave a comment. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we talked about. I didn't even think we were going into a whole thing about getting outside the box, and uh, you know. Involving other jobs and, and talking like it was almost a summoner episode completely for, for how we were doing that. It felt like we were actually doing a whole summoner episode and we really should do a summoner <laughs> episode. Yeah. The black bench episode is coming still. It's, it's, it's coming. That's right. That's why we had to dial back on the black mage entertainment. Yeah. To make it more fresh when we actually released the episode, recapping everything we've talked about for six months. But sure. I am the knight. I am black mage lightning flash. At any rate, I think we are done, Fox. We are done. So, thank you. It was it was enjoyable. And if anyone has a comment or something, Fox, do we have an email that they could perhaps write to? Yeah, it's uh, wtfinvanadeal at gmail.com. Is it vanadeal or vanadeal? I've never understood. I do not care. <laughs> and um, what's the final verdict on Jordan Banks? Uh, he's real bad. Misa agree. Misa agree. He is a real's a bad. <laughs> real's a bad. The Misa agree. 
So otherwise, uh, write us a comment or whatever, or if you have any suggestions or would like to be a guest as a summoner or a black mage or any of these other things and like to come on the topic, if you are a mental health professional like to finally do this mental health episode, shout out to Wamom. Hope you're having a good time with the new kid in your family. We miss you, Wamom. Um, you know, drop us a line. As the kids say, you can reach us on our pager. Otherwise, how am I going to be the beeper king without a beeper belt? So, write us an email at wtfmonadeal.gmail.com if you have anything like that, or leave a comment on the YouTube, or I've been tweeting our episodes on Twitter now. I have 17 followers, Fox. This is ridiculous. This is, this is nuts. Exciting. This is exciting. It's such a huge increase from zero. It is a huge increase from zero. It's almost as many people as I'm following. I haven't eclipsed that oh, yet. Man. So, yeah, otherwise, uh, thanks, Fox, for your time, and I don't have anything else to contribute. Yeah, that's it. Uh, later, guys.